<laughs> yeah, we're just chock full of surprises. Congrats, boys. You did it. We somehow did it, dude. Come hell or high water, 200 episodes. Who would have thought? Not me. Five years. <laughs> All right, I wrote this poem in the middle of the night, uh, so you have to bear with me. All right, ready? Here we go. Uh, Nate, do we have any soft music to play in the background? Otherwise, I'm just going to hit it. Yeah, I got it. Give me something soft and sweet. <laughs> Nate, give me something sweet and soft. I can do this. Hold <laughs> yeah. on, dude. All right, ready? <clears throat> Way back in the day, in 2018, six white guys chose a white guy dream. No experience at all, just one magic board, a dude's sense of humor, a mic and a cord. Nice. The boys set out to entertain the masses, ended up talking mostly about what comes out their asses. <laughs> From the kitchen in Nina all the way to L.A., bad, bad audio quality is a given come every Tuesday. <laughs> they stretched every coast. They lost three different hosts. They made movies with Kurt Russell, had a few Fredrickson tussles. The 18-month break was crushing. They've learned the value in flushing. Here's to Hurricane Harley and Fantastic Nate. Soapboxes to life bits. You boys have been great. To Matt and Chum, you both put on weight. Tomato, <laughs> tomato people, we love you. We have so much in store. We've got 200 down. Here's to 200 more. So many great memories. We don't know where to begin, so sit on down. And for the 200th episode, Nate, put some fucking headphones in. Oh, yes. Hit it, dude. Holy shit. Thank you. I don't know how to read. I don't read. know how to read. At that point, yeah, not with that beer. You gotta come back with something. The sauce, the sauce, the sauce is the boss. <laughs> Put some fucking Put some headphones, headphones in. in. Headphones in. You are listening to your mistake. Catch up. Catch up. So much going on. My God. <laughs> there two. There was two playing at the same time, but honestly, I was down with it. The echo kind of looks cool. Yeah, dude, a little 200th 200, 200 to, episode. To be fair, that might save us from getting X-Nate on YouTube. Yeah, it's just a completely distorted version of the <laughs> intro. Whatever, dude, yeah. they just pull us down. We don't care. Welcome, everybody, to the episode 200 of the Tuesday Catch-Up. YouTube listeners got a nice little pre-show. Um, we'll put that on the Patreon as well with a little tribute video to 200. RIP Chef Larry Raymond. Uh, R- and, and it's good to be here, boys. How are we feeling on episode 200? Sauce. I'm so jacked Sauced. off right now. Sauce, dude. There's a lot of sauce going sauce. on in the building. Let me tell you that. Sauce. Zach, you're joining sauce. us from your studio, which let yeah. me tell you, dude, between the four of us, all right, we've all got four pretty banging studios, so I don't know what's going on in there. That's a little too That's a little too fancy for us. Yeah, you like you've that? You've got true, genuine good lighting and decoration. Hey, dude. Yeah. Hey, you mind if I give a shout out to my sponsors real quick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a sponsor. His name's David. He's keeping me off the sauce, dude. He's making sure I don't get fucked up every week. No. Um, I'll tell you what, guys, I am absolutely lit up for this episode 200. There's nothing better than uh, than 200 episodes with the fellas. I'm excited to dive into all these things. But let me tell you guys, my body is hurting. I just spent a weekend in the woods running around a trail. Ridiculous. Sounds not terrible. good. So you were running for how 10 hours straight? So, no, you don't run 10 hours straight. So I was telling I think I was telling you guys about this on Patreon, but I told Zach about it. He texted me the game. He's like, hey, man, you want to play video games? I said, I'm actually laying on a cot in the middle of the woods right now uh, waiting to go run. You uh, we start you, your team starts at like in the morning time, like let's say like eleven, and then uh, you have eight runners who will all run a couple different legs, a like nearly four mile leg, nearly six, and a nearly seven mile leg. But you have to wait till the next person gets back to do it. And so, uh, yeah, I ran like four miles in the afternoon, then I waited till the middle of the night, and I ran seven, which was horrible. And then, then the rain started, dude. It was a torrential downpour from basically the jump, uh, right around like midnight. It rained. It rained from eleven thirty p.m. 
till about 1 p.m. the next day. And I'm talking not just like little drizzle. It absolutely pissed rain on everybody. I left to go run at 4 a.m. And I was by the time I got down to the start line, I had water pooling in my shoes. I was standing <laughs> at a puddle before I ran. It was it was nuts. It was not. It Everybody's was got to carry the boats, dude. That's, that's I, I, yeah, that's I, <laughs> I got kind of. I got. I got kind of crazy. I started. I, I had a speaker hanging off my backpack because I was like, whatever. I like. I don't want to listen to headphones because I'm scared of bears, and also it's just like wet as hell out here. So I, I, I had a waterproof speaker on my backpack, and I was playing hype ass music, dude. At some point, I passed the guy. He was like, he was hurting by a tree. Here's what it was like. The demoralizing part is some people were running like an ultra and some people were running the regular and you didn't, they were all mixed together. So I came up on this guy and I thought I was crushing him. I came up with a smile on my face, like music playing. He goes, man, you don't know how bad I needed this music right now. I'm like, yeah, dude, let's run together. About a minute of talking later, he goes, yeah, I'm about to cross mile 35. I was like, damn. <laughs> I had ran this is mile four. <laughs> I literally was like, this is my second leg of three. I'm, I'm, I'm just about done. So that was fun. But I did get a lot of compliments on the DJing. I, uh, I, I came up on someone playing War by Edwin Starr, just romping through the water. I came up on someone in the middle of the night, just, what is it good for? And I was jumping into puddles, dude, that were up to like literally up about halfway up my shin was how deep the puddles were. So I was like wait, waiting in the water. Now, shouts to my, uh, he's black, my personal trainer. He, uh, he, he said he was going to start singing uh, neighbor songs in the water while he was... <laughs> Wade in the water. Wade in the water. <laughs> I started doing swing roll. <laughs> like it, it, he's like, that's what's gonna keep me through when the when the going gets tough. So shout that was very fucking funny for me that he was doing that. Um <laughs> yeah, I'm hurting bad, dude. And then I then I then I had to drive down to Madison to do a show mm-hmm. last night. So I'm running on how, absolutely no sleep right now. How'd your nipples hold up? Pretty good, dude. Pretty good with that, mm. fresh, that piercing. fresh piercing. Yeah, yeah. Kept the shirt off. What's with the fancy? It's fascination with the nipples, boys. All right, I came. I came into the podcast with my with rings on my nipples. Is that? I think technically that's Fred- a win. Fredricksons are known for their sensitive nipples. When Dad ran his half marathon, I think his started like bleeding. Pause. <laughs> oh, dude, Dad running a half marathon. Dad, his our spite, Dad did his a, spite a half spite marathon. Yeah, we all we were all like the whole summer. Be like, Craig, you can't do it. Like you're just a pussy, dude. You're washed. You're fucking. You're drinking. You're not doing shit and then every day dude he would get home he'd drink two tall boy coors lights smoke a cigarette and run four miles and a machine among men this man that's mickey mantle gene right there and when he ran the half marathon it truly is the mickey mantle gene and when he ran the half marathon cassie was running it too and she was pissed the whole summer because he was kind of jacking her thing a little bit like she this was running was like what she wanted to do and he's like ah Cass, i'll run with you which is not what she wanted to hear so (laughs) he did not have an invite <laughs> i was at a water station at like mile like six so they're about halfway done and cassie runs up and i have dad and hers times getting sent to me and i look at her and i go he's five minutes behind you i said you better pick it the fuck up <laughs> you gotta get going <laughs> i saw him at mile three and then i turned around because the late like the track loops so you could see him at three and six without really moving i saw dad at three he was looking okay at six he, it looked like his t-shirt had like a like a smiley face like the curve of the sweat underneath <laughs> bloody eyes <laughs> he had a one line of blood from each nipple down to the front and it was man he was in the hurt locker i've never seen i've seen that dad, that's one thing i don't think i've ever seen dad besides like when he's pissed off when we were kids i've never seen dad like in pain or in the hurt locker <laughs> that boy's eyes were gone he extra kind of buggier it. than yeah so uh-huh. uh you know 
that was that. My nipples did hold up pretty good. I did chafe quite a bit. I uh, I was told to bring baby powder, and then I was told the the track gets swampy by a friend. She's like, the track gets swampy, and I was like, shut up, it's not gonna rain. Like I kind of like blew it off when it was torrential downpouring. I was literally in the back of my or out loud. I was like mimicking. I'm like, it gets swampy. <laughs> so I was just <laughs> knowing I was giving myself trench foot <laughs> voluntarily. So I don't know. It's good. What else is going on with you guys? What happened this week? What's what's up, fellas? That's exciting. The uh, Steubing parents of the pod are here. T-Boy Darno is here. They're in L.A. with me. We've been uh, hanging out at the beach, uh, having good food, and uh, more to come tonight as well. Oh, dude, yeah. You get, yeah, the parent weekends are the best because you can you – Having can... the rents in town is, is amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you, like, go to all your favorite places. Like, usually if friends are in town, I take them to the middle. Like, I'm like, hey, if we're splitting the check, we can go to the nice place. But if, but usually I'm like, let's keep it kind of, like, medium of the road. When the parents are in town, you're like, there's a great steakhouse down the road that we I always go to. <laughs> Make it seem like it's no big deal until you're getting the 32-ounce porterhouse. I forgot my wallet. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, that's good to have the rents in town. Matt, Harley, Zach, what's going on, boys? You doing I got good? my new car. You got my new car. Hey. No. Harley, no, no more Harley officially drives no, a super van. You got the room. I'm, I'm part of the I'm part of the Subaru oh, clan now. <laughs> <laughs> now Harley what year, 2005? Uh 2023. <laughs> it's it's new. It's new. It's 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 after 2000. It's after the change of the millennia. Don't worry, Zach. Lesbian did hand off the keys to him. Good, good. Yeah. I'm, part of, the, I'm part of the LGBTQ community now because I know right. Subaru. That Plus. is true. Uh, Plus. So driving home, it was the rain continued because I had to get in Wausau where Hayden's race was. Um, I, not uh, Probably about halfway home. It was a three-hour drive, and it was pretty much dark. I just missed a deer by like five feet. Two deer sprinted across the road, just missed them. Half a mile down the road, I see a bird on the road, and I like kind of like honk my horn. It takes off and starts flying straight at my car and just dunk on the right-hand side. I'm like, what oh. the fuck is going on? Every animal was attacking my car. They just and sat there screaming. Oh, so fucking pissed. And then I was driving home today. I, I took it out, took Sarah for a spin today. A car on the other side of the road kicked up a rock and right in the windshield. So I already got like a little nick in the windshield. I'm like, what the oh, fuck? Dang. This is what I get for driving and not a beater. No, yeah. dude, Harley, Harley had a bad luck Brian day. I kind of ragged on him a little bit because I mean we are gonna try to watch a little, little teaser for the Patreon. We're gonna watch Magnum 2 later on, most likely. Yes. We're gonna give it a try. Oh, 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 the day, yeah, buried footage, DVD, remastered version, remastered. scene selection, the whole goddamn nine yards. It's gonna be Ooh. It's gonna basically change your lives because I remember dude. this was my this was my director's like magnum opus, dude. Like a sequel that's better than the original. This was my Shrek two, the one that like Shrek one, it was Magnum one blew up on the map. Magnum two, Shrek two, kind of uniform. We really, we we found our rhythm, and yeah. I, I knew it was good when I popped it into my uh, DVD player on my old laptop, <laughs> and the the intro screen was hard metal, double bass drums, like screamo. Yeah. And yeah. the cutscenes were like me shooting at you with a yeah. gun and <laughs> like Magnum Dude, running around in his trench. We're going to make it work. I'll come hell or high water. We're going to watch it. I've seen it once. Now, the reason I say, uh, uh, the reason I say Harley had a bad luck, Brian Day, is he has like, he he does the nick in the windshield or whatever, but Harley makes a breakfast taco with what he thought are refried beans. So he gets like all the eggs, all the things assembled. He puts the refried beans in there and he takes a bite and realizes they're sweetened overnight oats with like chocolate. Like they just, oh, oh my God. Cause they were like grade refried beans. So they looked exactly like these like steel cut oats that were in the fridge. And I like layered what them on the tortilla fridge? real nice. 
Also, yeah, what kind of refried up. beans are gray? What the yeah, hell? Yeah, what the hell are you talking about? Well, they weren't they weren't from a can. They were like a bag of like uh like some heritage grown. I've some never fancy, seen fancy I've never seen gray beans, beans in my artisan life. Beans. Well, you've seen the you've seen the inside of a black <laughs> bean, right? It's, it's not black. The inside of a black bean, it, the meat can have different colors. Oh, dude. Yeah. So it was whoa, more gray. Dude. Hey, you gotta be careful with that, Harley. Yeah. Also, Harley, what's the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean? <laughs> I never had a garbanzo bean on my face. I wouldn't pay to have a garbanzo bean on my face. Thanks for walking on my punchline, dude. Oh, nice, nice. No, it's good. To, yeah, so Harley, after you took a bite of that, what was the reaction? Did you? I here's the thing: is when you the way you look and just your demeanor now that you're an academic. I bet after that bite and you realize it was overnight oats, you let out an "oh brother." No, no oh brother, I, shoot! No, what I, next? It was, it was more like a Jesus fucking Christ. What can't go wrong today? <laughs> Everything sucks. I, I was like, special. I can't drive my car today. I need to just lock myself in a closet and go to sleep. Yeah, no, you made it though. You made it. To I episode turned it 200. around. Pa- Packer, t- Packer, come back. Turned it around for me. I, Vi- then I, vibes oh, were not great. good. Vibes were not good. I was getting testy with Harley over fe- over text message. I was like, nobody cares about episode two hundred like I do. Ah, la, la. This is bitch. And he's like, I don't want to hear it. I'm having the worst day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst day I've ever had in my whole fucking life. I was like, all right, I whatever. don't know. That dramatic, but yeah, I was whatever. bitching. Yeah, it's been a good week. It happens. Yeah, Matt, uh, Zach, what's going on, dude? Did some dude stuff today. Yeah, you ready? This is for Christina. Ha ha ha! I had the sawzall out. I was chopping some shit. <laughs> it it felt good. Did I accomplish anything? No, I just made more pieces of wood. But they yeah. will be assembled into something later. Um, and just recovering from the bachelor party last week, I would say I'm still recovering. Yeah. That voice come back. The grit voice. Grit voice is back. You know, just, you know, just trying to get back into reality, you know, four days in the Northwoods with the fellers at a compound, Um, at a compound, you had the barracks, you had the fire, you know, golfing, you come back to real life and you're like, wow, I missed the Northwoods. Yeah, you sit at your eye, you're like, man, just two days ago, I was having a cigarette every eight minutes, and now I'm at this. <laughs> yeah, no, one could st- no one could stop me. I was at a supper club making everyone sing happy birthday when it wasn't my birthday. <laughs> I took a couple I- birthday shots, too. It was pretty great. Yeah, Zach. I could, uh, I could yell salt and get instant dopamine because yeah. <laughs> we got, Zach, we got into a chanting group. We had a we with you like you kind of know what you're getting into. Like a bachelor party that's like, hey, they're not going to be like they're rowdy, but they're kind of in pods of people and they're rowdy. This was one where they're like, we are a unit, and they wanted to chant whatever was whatever was out, just chanting. So what <laughs> salt, and then we got everyone in the place to sing happy birthday to Matt at the supper club, even though it was his bachelor party. So we, we actually hijacked. We hijacked. Yeah, oh, really? <laughs> somebody else was singing "Happy Birthday" as we were walking in, and we were just like, "This is ours now." And we, we changed <laughs> the name to Matt, and the table was looking around so confused because we, we were all singing to Matt. <laughs> I was like, I, I I walked in late, so I didn't realize it. I just thought the whole place was singing "Happy Birthday," so I like started bowing and shit. I was like, "Hell yeah!" Dude. <laughs> just knew right away, yeah. just right into it. <laughs> the, the funniest part would be if you if it wasn't for you and you were like i mean obviously it wasn't for you but like you bowing and we're all looking away from you like oh yeah. thank you thank you do the mirror <laughs> wave happy birthday uh yeah i did love i was thinking about that i like that medieval feast setup for for tables though that might have to happen more often big turkey leg drumsticks and like a 20 person oh, long table i just get your boys times, together medieval times now 
Yeah. Yeah. We're, we are. I, uh, who was it? So Sam Wolf said he wants his bachelor party to be uh, at a at a medieval's times. <laughs> watching, yeah. the, watching the jousting, drinking jugs of meat. No free ads. No free I heard ads. It's a great time. My one of my uh, employees just went and did it and he was like, it was amazing. He's like, I was yeah. so fucked up. They just give you so much mead. <laughs> they want so you to get meat. they want you to get boisterously like medievally drunk where you're like, Yes, yeah. another horse. Get them out there. <laughs> I can't if, I, if I can watch legs. if I can watch falconry and uh, wenches stripping. That's a pretty good bachelor party. I think it was. I said I wanted some bo- some big bosomed uh, what's it like bar wenches for him. I was like, I'll, I'll order you the nastiest bar wenches you can find, my friend. <laughs> Which one of you is scallywags? Pirates, whatever. It doesn't matter. Not the same era. Yeah, it's about yeah. They were all the same, dude. Knights and pirates. That's like the deadliest warrior when they'd make it's, them. It's pre seventeen hundred. It's it's a wash. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is what it is. Um, Zach, we're throwing it to you, man. We've all answered. Do you have something exciting going on? What the hell's going on over there? Not what much, have you been man. Up, what the hell have you been up to, dude? I, nothing. I, yeah, I'm working remote. First week working remote. It's been amazing. I've never been so happy in my life. All right, you don't have to say it because this is audio, but hold up on your fingers how many times you jerked off during work hours this week. <laughs> uh, no, not really. Uh, well, that's, 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 that's a lie. Hey, hey, you'll learn. That's, that's you'll learn. I go, none. <laughs> why would i do that never why would i do that <laughs> no honestly i i don't doesn't hasn't really come to mind i've just i feel like oh, i'm doing something wrong all the time though because i'm not doing anything dude so i'm just yeah. constantly like they're not gonna pay me for this shit <laughs> like, yeah let I'm me tell you the bad part about working remote i always feel like i'm gonna get fired yeah yeah that's so you, but if you learn to bury that i'm gonna get fired anxiety you have to go here's what you gotta do you gotta convince yourself your value like, they they would be dead without me that's it. as soon as you can get that like you're like they would be so screwed if they didn't have me in that's reality it's know. true though in reality yeah. it's so true you know they're sitting over there like i hope they don't quit because hiring is yeah. a bitch right now and then we gotta it, train someone new but you're over there like they're gonna fire me like, yeah I'm, you're doing I'm a load of love, you're like this is a bad thing it's like no yeah. this is what it's all about this is why they let you do remote so you can so you can do that kind of thing i'm yeah. gonna love a lunch break drop feels good let me tell you that you you go i put my out of office on and i get in the fucking mix a little bit for a little while but you know how much how relaxed day. what how much does the outside hate get into your head when i like because i always tell hayden yeah you don't really work though you got a fake job so i'll just call him at any hour that i feel is okay yeah like, well you don't really work is fine does that, yeah. does so, that uh, sorry does i interrupted your and then he'll put in quotations job that's what he'll do <laughs> <laughs> nah dude Listen, sorry, I'm you're like, a teacher, dude. You work six months out of the year. Yeah, sorry, you're a lazy teacher. Uh, we get sorry, a little... lazy teacher, liberal Marxist teacher. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I found though? It's not that we note? only work eight months. We're furloughed for four. Oh, yeah, sure. there you go. There you go. Uh, you know what I found this week though? I was looking at our my old GoPro and pulled the SIM card out. You want to know the only two videos on it? What? Or when we fucking recorded the Tuesday catch up at uh, Barrel Forty One? Yeah, using my GoPro to film it all. Yeah, and so I found I just literally on Monday found the the chip and put in the camera. Like, what's even on this? And all of a sudden, Hayden walks on the camera. You were skinny as fuck, dude. All right, (laughs) (laughs) that was spray yourself in the foam. Yo, dude. Yeah, but that was you know that's me ghost. Now we're pushing thirty. Chill. Oh man, dude, was that a was a long time ago. I was, was that's 20, 2018, 2019. I was dude, we all minute. were, even like across the board, like Nate and uh who was the other guy that was on? Um Jake. Uh, Brandon. Oh uh, no, other barrel 41 guy. Uh oh, 
Oh, Sharpie? Dan. Dan was there, I think, that yeah, night. Yeah, I think too. Dan. Like, everybody was so looked so different and so young. Everybody yeah. did. It was crazy. Yeah. No, when Dan, I was putting that together, Dan there was a couple videos that passed. Story. Did he? Do you remember that that episode? I Dude, I blocked out a couple of those Barrel 401 oh, episodes. Generally, me and Harley would fight before the episode started. Yep. I'd scramble to get things loaded up, and then there'd be there'd be like a little bit of bitching. Nate would be sitting quietly at his computer going, we're 40 minutes past start time, and I've just been sitting at my computer waiting for the magic board to turn on. Dude, do you remember the one time I touched the magic board and it was out of commission for three weeks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, I know what I'm doing. No, anytime I let any of you monkeys touch the goddamn board, dude, and you guys right. would press a button and that would just, it would completely fuck everything. It would be like, you'd press like line in or line out on a couple of mics and suddenly we couldn't hear anything for three weeks. It would just be, it would be game over. The magic board. I used, to, buttons. I used to like cry with my, with like just on bearinger.com reading through the threads being like, I definitely bought some, a piece of machinery that we can't use. Like I have no idea how to use any of this. <laughs> I'm so lost. <laughs> this is literally like it. The one we bought is like for bands with a, their own producer. I'm like, what about a fat white 25 year old who's trying to start a podcast? What about that? Yeah, we bought like a 12 channel thing. We needed three. Yeah. yeah. I had yeah, these really dreams put, of weird all his life. Yeah. It, it really put my podcast in a good spot though. Cause you know, everything now. Yeah, yeah, I, I do really I do. He's, up well. <laughs> yeah, you're lucky I didn't do one of those stupid Instagram like follow you. You're losing money. Follow me for all these tips. I've done all the bit like those stupid yeah. ads where it's like I've been in business. Yeah. Let me save you 17 hours. I'm like, no. Part of the fun of trying to do a podcast is looking back at your episodes and being like, the audio quality on 37 percent of these is just <laughs> just so bad. I was trying to find <laughs> clips for pretty that good. video. 170 yeah. on. I would say we, yeah, no, we're, I would say we've been good. We've been good for about 50 episodes, give or take. Once we got Harley the mic. Yeah. What's well, yeah, that changed the game, but every once in a while we get a sound grenade, which is like one of us doesn't have their mic on for an hour and none of us know it. So it's us reacting to an empty voice. It's funny to see Harley with the mic. It really did tell me that you guys moved on. Yeah. We, like, we finally we, had we, to buy it for him. Up. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, we basically held our audience hostage. We're like, listen, I know we're just good enough to listen to, but if we could just get a little of your money, we we can be tolerable. We can we can go from a good premise to an execution. When are you guys oh, gonna get street, internet? StreamYard has made my like actual internet kind of actually work. I guess it does yeah. more with less because my connection's yeah. been decent. It's built for bad it's built for bad connections, which I love. It's like part built of their ad, tough. Like, it's built for built tough. Ford dude. tough. <laughs> built sub it's sub strong, dude. <laughs> this this thing has all-wheel drive this mic all right let's do this episode 200 wine or shine time nate hit that music it is time to wine or shine well, have you heard that before have i yeah yeah that when you were doing wine or shine no, we didn't have it then. No, but yeah, I, but I listen a, to every he's episode. He's a listener, dude. He's a listener. No way. Oh. That's long time caller, long time caller, host, and listener. This you guys were my number one Spotify thing last Hell year. Yeah. I didn't listen to anything else on Spotify. Goddamn right, dude. So you've heard Harley's remarks about the D two podcast. Oh, oh the Harley. That's so sorry oh, about you. Heard Harley's <laughs> remarks about the D two podcast. Zach, you may have heard Harley's been talking yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't know. We try to stop him. I don't. We know. have. We have Harley and Harley only's face on our wall, and there's just a bunch Not of knife divots into it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You guys put us on a bunch of slam balls, like they just put why into the ground. Yeah, when I uh, shadow box, it's just you guys on the wall. 
I, I kind of like that. I like that. <laughs> hey, if they're thinking about you, you know you're winning. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm at. No, what are the? I, I tell do the D is the D two podcast aware that aware of, of of us just taking uh, just such odd pot shots I've out of nowhere? To, I've tried to explain it. They don't get it. They're like, <laughs> they're like who even are that these? Verifies our jokes. <laughs> that's that's what I, every time I, the only reason I laugh so like, goddamn hard is I'm like, yeah, there's three guys out there. They're like. You're like, hey, there's four white guys, and uh, they are they're they're you're like that. You guys started the podcast four months ago, and you have a, a rival podcast that talks that like is <laughs> beefing with you on the on air. It's funny because I'll say it, and they'll be like, "Who the fuck are they?" And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no they're cool, they're cool." <laughs> they call us what? Nick's like two seventy, so he'll like veins will come out of his fucking temple, and he'll be like, "Who?" And I'm like, "Oh no, they're good, they're good guys." They're Realistically, right. when you guys when you guys put our face on the wall, do you have to stretch the picture so you can get your elbow? You can actually. Oh, Jesus Christ! That was reaching. It was a reach. It absolutely yeah. was. Reaching is where you put you on. Uh, now, listen, Zach. Uh, if you think, do you think the four of us could fight Zach? Uh, could fight him? Could fight Nick? Could fight Nick? The biggest? Could, could the four of us team Dude, up? He and has like literally man? thousands and thousands of dollars worth of guns on him at all times. No, I do. Well, let's okay. Let's say <laughs> he even get that he's like Frank Reynolds. He had four <laughs> pistols on him this morning for. Okay, okay, okay. Do you he think he'd be open to being cast? Do you, do you think he'd be open to being cast in Magnum Three? <laughs> oh for sure as the he's bad a, guy yeah when i when i used to close my eyes as a kid i looked like him when i would close my eyes go this is what it's gonna look like when magnum's done i'm gonna yeah. be yoked with a gun you should just use his body and then like put your face on him like, <laughs> face tune your face in. <laughs> dude all once hayden's just jacked and then he <laughs> oh you could do a lifting montage and then yes yes that's what i was gonna say it's got it. <laughs> just, dude look at that we just Hollywooded Magnum right there. That'd be <laughs> crazy. That'd be hilarious. Um, all right. It's time for Wine or Shine. It's the segment everybody's loved for 200 goddamn episodes. It's where we shine light on something we loved this week or in general, or we uh, whine about something we don't like. I'm going to whine. And in traditional, or in, in Tuesday catch-up uh, fashion, I'm talking poop for a minute. There you go. Dude, runners take the nastiest shits in the world. I like porta potties at races, maybe the most disgusting place you've ever been in your life. Much, I don't know if I, what, yeah, no, it's 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 absolute like stress pies. Like, you know, I think that is a you know, they say like when an like a deer, when you shoot it in the stomach, it smells bad, and, like all like it's just like desperation smells and hormones and stuff. That's what it smells like at a at, like a start line of a race. I'm like, what did you guys eat and drink? And most of them just eat bagels and black coffee, and you'd be surprised this like. It's just, it's not even right or human what I had to go through on Saturday just to change my clothes. What were yours like? They're pretty rough. I took a, yeah, I took a, now. I took a come to Jesus. Like <laughs> I held the bar and I was just like, <laughs> oh my God, I was so into it that I reached back to flush and there was no valve. I was like, what? <laughs> then I realized you, I was in a porta potty. I dude, all I could think about, I tried to send you a picture. Uh, like all I wanted was a poo poo teepee because it was wet and muddy and rainy, and I'm sitting there trying to balance my pants above the ground. <laughs> can, can I? That's why it's a great uh, invention. I'm gonna hold on. I gotta pull it up. But can I shine light on a old uh, business pitch that uh, yeah. would actually work with this? Yes, very oh, well. Wow. It's called Asprin. A S S. Sure. <laughs> is this the poop suppressant that I that I made? Yeah. It is suppressant, and I, there's a description with it, and I can't find it. But um, 
I do. My brain consistently revolves around how can I solve my anxieties with a pill? (laughs) The only I've been told three times the last two weeks I need anxiety or depression medication. I went, how about how about a pill that suppresses your poop? How about a how about so I don't have poop in public? They're like, or you could just get healthy and not worry about that kind of thing. I was like. like a bunch of sticks i can put under my shorts when i poop outside <laughs> this is the description a short-term constipator sky butt no pooping on planes yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah. forgot mm-hmm. you were scared about that well dude anytime you put a big boy in a small bathroom you're getting you may not be heavy in the way that we and me and matt are heavy but you're heavy you're you're back to unit status so you're you, dude, they, jerking me st- boy you could tell me, dude. They stick you in an airport bat or in an airplane bathroom, Zach. You're sweating before you hit the seat. That's a that's I, a. Nightmare. I'll never be in that. I don't. I feel like I never will be in that situation. It's like a two hour flight max. Hold it. What happens dude. when you go to Worlds in Japan for for bodybuilding and you're? It's an eighteen hour flight. And dude, you I went to Afghanistan. It was like twenty four hours, and did it was. You, did you shit on that plane? No. Wow. Were you uh, in uh, Afghanistan? For you, were you making a sweatshop or something? Uh, attempting to, <laughs> I was working on this. Running a wrong country, Afghanistan. Yeah. Do they make clothes? They don't make them as well. Okay. Did you they, take a commercial <laughs> flight there? We did. Well, yeah, yeah. To okay, Kuwait. I was actually about to ask that. I'm like, man, do they put you like I, I, I will commercial I, flight I, to Kuwait and then cargo. Okay, oh, cargo. Because I was yeah, like, man, if they fly you cargo plane for 24 hours, that would seem like hell Dude, on earth. The be, like six hour flight was hell. You're sitting yeah. on cargo nets. It fucking shit sucked. Yeah, mm. like those buses when you go tubing down a river when they put you on the bus for your face and that personally. I imagine the cargo plane in the army is a lot like one of those like wedding buses where you get on and it's just two aisles of wooden seating facing each other and you just have to sit there and bounce while the plane and or bus moves. That's not how great. I imagine getting deployed is. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, that's okay. All right, that's my wine. I got more, but I'm going to save them. Harley, I'm coming to you. Oh, come back to me. I got to think of mine. Just kidding. Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> just a call back there uh i got a shine wine combo shine wine shine wine uh i'm gonna go with my wine first i i hate when you get the grumps when you have no reason to be grumpy um mm. and, and it wasn't just you know sometimes the grump breeds things to make you more grumpy i think if i wasn't had a case that if i didn't have a case of the grumps today i wouldn't have put oatmeal on my tacos it was sure. just one of those days where you're just pissed off for no reason like why the universe will the universe dude it's all about vibes if you if you bring bad negative stuff it's just going to keep throwing little obstacles at you until you get the key caught in the door or like your your uh, your pocket caught in the door and you start crying you know you have a little breakdown mm-hmm. you, you got to either climb back into bed and get out on the other side or you got to go do some goodwill like go help a lady across the street or something very true have you ever i mean have you ever actually done that matt where you get back into bed and try to like to hit the restart I, uh, I've never been that grumpy to like get out of the other side of the bed, but I have gone back to bed and be like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> we're taking it. We're taking a, a quick five. I've gone back in for a little hyperbolic. Like if I can get back to sleep for 30 <laughs> minutes, things might be different when I wake up. Yeah. I might, I might not be buried in work or uh, there's, and it's sad. There's naps. There's a good fatty meal and there's jerking off. There's kind of three, three portals through which you can go through to. Yeah. to oh, Craig's here. Each one has a specific time too. 
Yeah, right, if, right. The right situation. Like to some do days it. you can't nap it off. Some days you got to beat it off. <laughs> yeah. Dude, ejaculated grump is actually a wild thing, dude. You can feel, you can feel like, yeah. I have this sense of like the minute's over. I'm like, it ain't that bad, cuz. Like, like, wiping the jizz off my head is going. Whatever, man. It's all fucking. It's all cool. good. It's, it's all gravy now. It's all great. It's the, gra- the mad gravy's out. Good gravy's in, baby. We're having a good time. Oh, that is adding. That is wild. Eating your feelings suppresses it. Napping just puts them to bed. But there is, I truly don't think there's anything when better you can than expel it. off. Yeah, when you can expel <laughs> the demons. When you got to use all three, though, it's a whole different combo. That's Wait, fall that's asleep depression. after beating off. Yeah. Oh, dude, you eat <laughs> after you a eat good a meal. Dinner. Yeah, you eat. It doesn't work, and then you're like, "Well, I guess I'm full and hungry." <laughs> and then you fall asleep. But the problem is, if it doesn't work upon a fat meal and an expulsion, when you're sitting there, you're like, "This is the worst thing I've ever done." Like, <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. I might be the lowest human alive. I'm, I start second guessing the video you picked. <laughs> oh, brother, I hit that. I hit that fucking zoom out and. I unbookmark it. Oh my god! I go, Never again. What was that channel? <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. But that is true. Um, those are your three portals to getting out. And I, I've, I've had to do the trifecta once or twice in the past couple of years. And that's Hang, hangover days. You got to do the trifecta. That's a little different. That one doesn't hurt as much. It's a little more sad where you're just like, that was <laughs> fucked up, you know, or like yeah. you're kind of embarrassed, but you need that sleep. And that's the nap to get out of grump is more like a nap to get out of sad. Cause you're trying to just like escape from the current, the current state of affairs. And when you wake up, you kind of like that first five minutes before you remember all the embarrassing shit is kind of the best. I think even sure. when you're hungover, you have like a six minute window to like have good vibes. Like I remember Zach, I, was ta- I think I was talking to you about it this recently. Like the days back in college when you'd be hungover, if you woke up and immediately were around friends and good vibes, generally you could hold off the scariest for like the whole day. Now as an adult, like I'll get dropped off by an Uber and I'm starting to get sad by like before I go to bed. Like I get it now. Why why parents get so weird and sad? Like chug, chugging like, water and taking aspirin yeah. and you're like, just being like already, tomorrow aspirin. already sucks. Significant others got like a list of things for you to do when you're like, oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> Dude, that that or you were out and they weren't or something. You get back and you wake up in the morning. You're pretty drunk. You're like, God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, last time, last time I got hammered and came home, Lucy was like trying to make me mac and cheese and I was just refusing the help because i was like no i'm not drunk i'm not drunk visibly <laughs> hammered and she hands me the salt and pepper shaker or the pepper shaker it's automatic so if you turn upside down, it turns on and i thought i just put it away i put it away upside down so it's like, <laughs> i just stood there and stared at it that's on me my bad yeah that's not good uh but that's a good that's a good little uh good little one harley you got anything else or you want me to pass it on i do i i gotta shine hit us um uh, friend of the pod uncle todd I, I brought him with to pick up my car. And so my shine is when you bring your ringer. Uh, Todd is, he works in the automotive industry. He engineers like half the parts that go into this car, like all the technology. Yeah. And so like anytime they're trying to like pull one over on you, like, you know, you just have that person in your pocket. That's like, no, that's not how that works. Or that's not worth that much. You, you got to bring your ringer with on these transactions. Like you got to have your car guy with you. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure it works it- for other purposes, but the best is when they don't give out their expertise right away either. So they're, they're burying the lead a little bit and then they find mm-hmm. like, they put a salesperson on their heels. You're like, well, actually, isn't that only in the 2018 model? And they're like, um, let me, uh, let me check on that real quick. And uh-huh. then they realize they're so in over their heads. Busted. Dude, yeah. Busted a hundred percent. And that's how you get them good price. Did he help whittle you down at all? Did he get you a little better price? 
we were we were right at the base as is and so when you know at the end when they're always trying to like well we could give you the comprehensive coverage for only three thousand and then you have lifetime blah 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 and he's like i i wouldn't do that but but it's your decision and i was like no i'm I'm not gonna do that that's smart you gotta have them in your ear i mean i think a salesperson's worst nightmare is todd because you can't tell if he's being nice or mean because he's kind of autistic he's just like (laughs) that's not a good deal and they're like what (laughs) oh yeah he was he was in rare form. I loved it. Perfect. I love it. Matt, what do you got? Well, guys, even though it's episode two hundred, I'm gonna whine and then I'm gonna whine some more. Mm-hmm. Guys, this and this could be borderline depending on the person, but I'm gonna tell you what this was a whine for me multiple times this week. Um, you know, and we've had some weird sleeping arrangements with Anna being sick and whatnot. So I've I haven't gotten good sleep. And uh, I've been waking up having random songs stuck in my head. And I'm like walking the dogs. And I have California Girls stuck in my head. And I'm singing it. (laughs) And I'm like, when the fuck have I heard that song last? One. And two, I don't listen to it normally. Only on on grump days, you know? Yeah. And uh, (laughs) and so I I had California Girls stuck in my head. The next day, I had courtesy of the red, white, and blue. That one was a banger. <laughs> waking up to the waking up to like the echo of a song finishing is one of the more haunting things. Like it's like when like, wake me up, 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 and then you're yeah. like, you're oh. like, what the hell? The, the courtesy of the red, white, and blue would put me in a blender for the day if I woke it up. It did. It was quite a confusing morning, and then I had Beverly Hills on there as well. Total oddballs. I don't know where they came from. Did you ever get to the bottom of it? Like, did you ever be like, if the TV was on, or you're actually just having like your brain's just sending you bad like vibes? Yeah, just just was sending weird vibes. You were just dreaming about California, Beverly Hills, California girls. Yeah, and then courtesy of the red, white, and blue of California state. Yeah, you starting to feel it, dude. You feel yeah. the pull, man. That, Matt. That's manifest destiny. Nate's coming back. You. I'm going yeah. out. <laughs> you switch spots with them. He's doing like <laughs> action. I like it. What else you got? All right, this one's kind of funny, but all right. So humble brag, we have two guest bedrooms. Uh, I don't think we need them both, but we'll talk about that another day. Uh, <laughs> I so I woke up in the middle of the night, and I'm like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, and so I go. It's like three or four in the morning, and I'm sitting on the toilet, you know, scrolling a little bit, and I'm like, what was that? And I hear talking, and I'm like, that's weird. And Anna's in our like main bedroom. But I hear it coming from the other end of the hallway. And I'm like, that's weird. But we have our windows open. Like, it is what it is. Well, all of a sudden, I like let it go. And then I hear movement. And I'm like, oh, fuck. What do we got going on here? So I look around in the bathroom. I'm in just boxers. And I find a mason jar. So I have a mason jar in my hand. And I'm about to take this turn out of the door. (laughs) And I'm like, whoo. And I come out and there's nothing there. And I look in our other guest's bedroom, which is down the hall. And Anna's in that bed. She had moved rooms. And I was like, holy shit. But it's like, got like a real squeaky bed. So it like, like, you know that. And I'm like, someone's in. Someone got it. The fact that yeah. you thought a mason jar was going to be the weapon of choice is hilarious. That's all I had. I was like, I'm going to smash good. this over someone's head. This is yeah. thick as shit. Mm-hmm. I, Watch yeah. me. I'd probably like slit my wrist. At that point, your hands bleed. You just got to go, I have AIDS. And just run. <laughs> yeah. like, but I, the, then I had to go back to sleep. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was ready to uh, with take all the adrenaline the mason jar. Too. Yeah. I have nine mils on both bed stands. Nah, dude. I have yeah, so I you need one in your bathroom. What happens if you're... Yeah, yeah, I got the rifle in the shit. hallway. 
Uh, okay, <laughs> Zach, you realize you're arming the person. If they get in, they got, oh no, they won't know where it is. They can't it, just see. He it. has to. He has to make sure that it's a duel to make it legal. Yeah, not not Milwaukee. <laughs> we ain't playing those games. If you announce yourself, if, yeah, that's a new rule. If you announce yourself, you get one chance to duel with them. If, you, if, you, if they start to catch you, go, I'm here. You, you get one. You get one duel. You can, you can only Three shoot them if they have a gun. Goes, so you you give them one with blanks right at the front door, like. If you break in, here is a gun to kill me with, and then you just blast it's it. A, it's a pirate <laughs> pistol that you got to shove, shove the bag. <laughs> There's a note on it that says game on. Like, uh, <laughs> you see four little lead balls. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't use it. Uh, I will say this. Checking your house at night stinks. That is like that is the worst. They say they say that white men have it good. Dude, checking your house at night blows ass being a mm-hmm. being a man stinks in that regard they hear something and they go the, i think i we had a scenario recently where she heard something and then i always go i gotta wait till the second time that something's heard before yeah. we go check like if i can confirm i did also hear something weird then i gotta go check oh dude sweeping the house at night with your fucking tiny little sleep penis and your small dude. and your compression shorts is horrible. that's why he- that's why you got little two little fucking fur missiles. I got two German shepherds. I will know well before they even uh, get fully through the door that if someone's there. there. I got a black cat who generally is the cause of the noise. <laughs> <laughs> the cat the night. And here's the problem though. If I hear a noise and the cat's in bed, I go, God damn it. Like I actually have to go out there now. It's my happening. New, my new favorite. I was telling Matt about this the other week. It's like I will announce I will like I go out there and I'm just in my boxers and I'm like kind of walking around as if I've got a gun, like doing the fake thing, like looking at my flashlight and I'll literally go, who's there? As if they're going to be like, ah, you got, <laughs> oh, you got me. Chum, here's a business idea. It's an app that just does the cocking of a shotgun noise. Oh my Dude, God. That's genius. <laughs> you home Wait, alone them. The, the I'm is- armed and I am Coming towards you, you filthy animals. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> do home- yeah, the app's called Home Alone. Actually, yes, that's actually yes, a pretty good dude, business idea. Kevin. It's just a bunch. Of, it's just a bunch of threatening noises you can play from your phone that make the make intruders go bad. I'm a member of the homeowners association. <laughs> sharpening a sharpening of a samurai sword. Yeah, oh, or auto switch. I'm a cop, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you click the wrong soundboard. <laughs> yeah. I don't think though. I don't think I've ever looked more fat and like easier of a target than when I look at that. Like in the middle of the night, when your body's doing all that digesting and your tummy gets all fat and your and your dick shrinks and you're walking around the house just looking like just the just the worst piece of shit. Like who's gonna be the, scared of that? You have the sleep marks from the sleep oh, apnea mask peeling off mat, your face. Dude, the nose is shiny from the humidity level being set to four because I like a little <laughs> wet when I sleep. I like breathing that swamp air. <laughs> Dude, you should bring the CPAP out. You'd be like Darth Vader walking through your house. Get out me yeah, except for the fact that it really more sounds like this. Get out my house. <laughs> oh, but you might yeah. think you're sick with something. That'd be cool. 100%. Though. I have COVID. Zach, do you know I'm wearing a CPAP now? I've heard. I've heard. Hey, dude, let me tell you. Proud. That's a hell of a drug, dude. Full yeah. night of sleep. Guys, I'm dialed in. It's I've, not, never, I've never been stronger. We're at that age, though, where it's not shocking. I know like seven people that use them. Yeah. It's yeah. a, it's ridiculous, actually. Yeah, the, the apnea runs strong. America for you, huh? Yeah, I, I had no idea what the red, white, blue do for me. The red, white, the red, white, blue. Everybody's got a. I know fifty percent of my friends have CPAPs. <laughs> now that's and some sort of asthma. I'm telling you, dude. I didn't know what a good night's sleep could do for your brain. 
I've I've never been better. This over for these bitches. Yeah, you're not dying anymore. I bet if Matt Matt got one, he would be able to read. (laughs) (laughs) I got to see if that would cure my dyslexia. (laughs) It would unlock 100% of my brain. (laughs) Matt is actually Bradley Cooper. (laughs) I am limitless. Limitless Limitless to CPAP. The only thing limitless about Matt is his diet. Hello? Shut up. It was a good joke. Shut up. I would have said it to anybody. I don't want to hear it. That was a good joke. (laughs) Sorry. Love you. I think pound for pound, I'm I'm worse. I I ate eight Uncrustables this weekend. I had a couple two Uncrustables. I had had to educate people on what a two Uncrustable day is like. Like like You also exercised, though. So that's that's true. What Dude, was, was your post run meal? Today. I was actually I was sweating. Not, so the minute I got off the course of the the last one, which was the middle of the night swampy water one, I went straight to a breakfast stand because they had a little awning. I ate two hash browns, like McDonald, a little bit bigger than McDonald sized hash browns, a little basket of French toast sticks, and a breakfast sandwich. And I must have eaten oh, yeah. it in four minutes flat. Just rah, rah, so yeah. And then I All went right. back and immediately fell asleep for three hours on my on my cot. Everybody, dude, everybody thought they were so fucking tough because they were all sleeping on the ground. I bought a twenty dollar cot, like you can rent one from the race. It keeps you dry and elevated off the ground. Dude, everybody, I was bell the ball, dude. People were trying to snuggle up. They're like, hey, what's what's up with that cot? I was like, nothing. Can't come in here. This is my this is my bed. Everybody, I was cock of the walk, dude. By about one a.m. when everyone couldn't sleep, and I was, dude. At one point, everybody was mad at me because I was snoring. I was like, but I was away from like. But I think it was not that it like they couldn't sleep because I was snoring. They were mad that I was getting quality enough sleep to snore, and they hadn't slept at all. Like, where's Hayden? Oh, he's on his cot in his private tent snoring. I was like that. Life of luxury, right there. He's covered in grape uncrustable wrappers and he's sleeping. <laughs> he's actually having a good time. Everybody else sucks. <laughs> I was when I got up to run that last race. I'm like, oh, I'm rested. Let's go, baby. And they were just like shadow of people. They were not right. They Dude, weren't right. To, the dogs are priming right now, right next to me to fight. I I told them I said it's episode 200. There has to be at least one appearance. Yeah, they're gonna fight. Those were you running a they'll, were you running a generator run. to keep the CPAP machine running? No, I didn't even bring the CPAP, but hence the snoring. Hence, <laughs> hence, you, hence you, you have to start up a Honda. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Fucking <laughs> 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 so loud. <laughs> no, Harley, 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 we slept in a bed recently. Was the CPAP loud? Could you even hear anything? Dude, no. I would actually like that, to guys. revisit that. I would like to revisit that because we had probably 15 beds, five of them are open. And the yeah. Freddy boys decided, hey, we're going to sleep That's... together in a full-size bed. <laughs> and I'll do it 100 times out of 100. Yeah, you think, well, I'm sorry, you want me to no sleep question. in a bunkhouse with a bunch of strangers? Thanks, no thanks. No, you make, sense with, the, you make was... sense with the sleep apnea. Harley, I don't get <laughs> who, uh, yeah. who, who slept closest to the door? Who was like the man of the, the hey. night? Come on, yeah. Man. Dude, Harley. he got there. He was, got there first. Dude, no, Harley. it was Harley. 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 Nah, I'm gonna. Dig, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. The bed was half made, and the only on half made was the far side. I slept far side first night. You crawled oh, right in. You said, "Ah, big boy, will protect me." It's still warm. Yeah. <laughs> we go, we go probably the chung, best sleep we go he's chungus. gotten. <laughs> At one point, he was wrapped around me like a little bear. No, and he, he wasn't bear. on the watch anymore. It was you. Yeah. There was so many open beds. Yeah, but he's like, Harley, Harley's a very soft sleeper, dude. He he likes his sleep. 
sleepy mask. He likes to talk before bed. Trust me. If I mean, sort of fucking, I'm he's, probably the best partner for Harley. So he chose the dude with a box fan and the sleep. I machine. need the box fan. I need yeah. the box fan. I need like oh, a oh, the biggest dude. Draw. I need a Stranger Things level deprivation tanks to to, to <laughs> sleep. I need to be drowned in Epsom salt and box fan, and then I'll, and then and only then I need I need to be drowned in distilled water and box yeah. fan, and then I turn into eleven. I have to get my else. pH level right. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, Matt. That was. The, you have anything else? No, I'm. Uh, I'm good. Zach, you got a wine or shine for us? Yeah, I got a shine, and that's I'll, I'll, I'll throw in a wine because I'm oh, working this new wine. job. So yeah, the fucking wine is corporate America. They convince <laughs> you to fucking be happy in their little Kool Aid drinking party, and the All minute right, you get out, you realize how great life actually is. Yep. So <laughs> that was my sh- my uh, wine, and then my shine. Uh, me and the boys have been going back out and doing uh, frisbee golf. Two joints and some frisbee golf is something else. It's a hell of a day to yeah. a hell of a way to spend a nice Saturday. So those are mine. It, it's it curves the scary side of being a little bit high in public or outdoors. You're oh, like, all right, everything's kind of fine. But yeah. frisbee golf in general. It's had a bit of resurgence in my life as well. Like I didn't touch you for a while. And I play like most Mondays and I not most Mondays. Right, I'll be honest. I play three times. But anyways, I like <laughs> I've been enjoying it. It's fun and I like yeah. it. It's a good well, challenge. We, we've been rolling like two or three joints. So we bring them out and it just gets you to the perfect high. And then you just not, nah, dude, I would be seeing ghosts. That's no, the, dude, it's a I, good time. Everyone's air. I, yeah. I, sm- I smoked a water pipe last night and I swear to God, my, I was like, I was like near crying. I was so high. I was like, maybe it was all a mistake. No, was that, like, the, the, the glory of the, the disc golf is like, you have something to do. You have something yeah. to keep your yeah, mind keep, off of it. And, and you're in the woods. So you're not like the people you bump into are probably also high. So like <laughs> you have nothing to worry about. You're kind of just like vibing. Um, yeah. But that makes me remember I had a pretty scary high story. So I went out to dinner with Aaron and she wanted to have drinks and I don't drink. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get stoned before we go. We get out and I'm starving. And I uh, with like my blood glucose and stuff, you can go like hypo. So like I was starting to get like the shakes and the sweat. And then this guy comes around the corner and I'm just stoned. And he goes, Devo. And it's this dude that used to work for me like four years ago. <laughs> and I was oh, like, no. I start all of a sudden my heart rate started going. My watch started like buzzing, like saying that like I, I was like die like dying levels of heart rate. And I look at Aaron, she goes, Are you are you okay? And he's still walking towards and then he talked to me. And I literally started having my first ever panic attack. I was so stoned oh, and it was so man. overwhelming that I was like, I need to I need you to help me calm down. I was like <sighs> and he had no idea. He just walked away. He's like, Oh, I'll see you later. Good to see you, buddy. And then he walked kept walking. I was like, Aaron, I need you to calm me down. I'm fucking going. <laughs> if you would have flattened him as he walked by you, like he's like, he's like, Devo, and you get a panic attack and you just just no. run. <laughs> get out of here. Him. Dude, Give me about, a Snickers bar, damn it. I was thinking about stopping the waitress, like, give me something with sugar in it, please. <laughs> you grab her. I'm having diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I but, know uh, sugar's low. That took us my, far away from where I originally was with the disc golf. My sugars is fucked up. <laughs> that always reminds uh, me of uh, this is the end where they think Jonah Hill's having a, a low blood sugar thing, LBS. And then he takes a bite of a Milky Way to try and spit it into his mouth. And then he ends up eating it and going, oh, it's so yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not Quack. That's good. That was a bit of a quack. That was a deep. That was that was quack. Yeah, that sure. was quack. That one walked like a duck and it talked like a duck a little bit. Oh my god! Um, quack, I do quack, love baby. me some. Yeah, quack quack baby. I do love them frisbee golfs though. I yeah. think that's a that's that's been a new. It's like a fun like 
right about our age hobby because fl- the it's, days of flag football are done. All right, pick up basketball. Too. Done. Yeah, go to a go to a park and you can just throw frisbees. Harley's been playing pickup basketball. Let me tell you that Harley's back in his fucking grind set days. That's right. Harley, like, them ACLs, three days a week. Harley, Harley, four assists, hard defense. Fredrickson, his best back, baby. You get him. He gives him the work jumper. down low. Yeah, no, no spin zone yet. Nobody passes it to me in the post because they don't know. They don't know me like that. Because you're five foot four and you're white. <laughs> I was gonna say get out spin of, zone, dude, baby. If I saw you in the, if I didn't know you and I saw you in the post, I would just, I would just point. I'd go, get out, get, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing down here? Doing? But then no, you see the spin zone spin and it. Zone. Un- yeah, then you get one it's of them elbows and ribs, and you go, "Oh, I get it now. I've seen the they're light. Gonna, I've they're going to just yeah. unravel the first week I hit the spin zone." Yeah, they're going to be that white boy. That boy boy can ball. They're all white. Whatever. I was telling Hayden the first time I played, <laughs> it was one of my coworkers, and like I don't, I don't know him that well. And I was like, "What if I go there and my coworker is just like shouting the n word and like talking about talking trash? <laughs> <laughs> get that shit out of here, neighbor." <laughs> yeah, like, dude, if he's if he dropped thirty, he could. If you're dropping 30 in a pickup game, he drops, you get one. He drops nine out of the 11 points when he plays. You can always tell the guys who had played like in predominantly black courts because then if they play real well, they'll talk a little bit and no one says a word. They're like, come on, play it. And then everyone's like, like the first couple plays, everyone's like this. But once he starts balling, the black guys are like, whatever, dude. Just let him let him do it. He's hey, he's hitting shots and he's passing. Give him, that's, that's, that's a rarity around here. Mm-hmm. Usually, dude, usually it's you run up and down the court. You watch one guy take shots. And then he screams at you for not catching passes. And then you just and then and then you sh- then you towel off and you go to the weight room and you go. That was a good day of basketball for me. That's that's life. So, Hayden, I'm curious why you're so in on Frisbee golf, but not regular golf, because this is a very golf oh, no. podcast. Yeah, it's it's way different. Now. I get in an argument with my buddy oh, all the time. It's so oh, different. God. Yeah. Frisbee not golf. when you play oh, with the fellas. No. no, he always says the same thing. He's like, if you can play so much Frisbee golf, come play real golf. I'm like, no, it's different. I'm throwing a Frisbee with my hand into a chain link, like goal post. That is so not golf. I like mini golf. I played today. So I like it fine. I don't like regular golf. I don't need to go. It's just a lot, dude. It's hot. It's always hot. There's no water involved. Always. <laughs> you get to I'm drive a golf cart as- drunk. That, like what more yeah. do you what more do you need? I guess, but here's what annoys me about mini golf or regular golf too is like all you degenerates, all you do is drink like beer. So like I like I'm I'm thirsty as shit on whole six Dude, they, and like there's nothing to drink jump, or eat. Jump, 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 you just jump, suffer. Jump 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 jump. Now that's the cart girls. They yeah. said nice they little nineteen year old girl exactly. <laughs> Come around and she'll pour you. Comes around and they'll they'll pour you a fat Arnie Palmer. You get a little. That's not hydrated. drink, dude. You can do whatever you want. What are you? What they are you going to drink? You they they UV keep blue. They can Christ. keep. They keep Snickers in a little cooler for you, so it's yeah. nice and cold. Man, I just, dude. Every time I've gone golfing, I've just been uncomfortable for the entire time. I'm just like, okay, all right, I get it. I after the first hit, I was like, I, I'm good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna enlighten you. You go golfing with Darna one time, you're gonna be hooked for life. All right, I could get that. Good guy holds down the card a little bit, you know. Yeah, like Matt. Next time you and Darno are in Hayward, let's hit the let's hit. Let's Big do Fish. it. October, we actually we'll, we'll All come. Right. All right, chum. Yeah. Darno brings a bow speaker. Uh, always has a cooler on him, and uh, he's also your caddy. So he tells you, he's like, ah, I would I would use this club, you know, whatever. What, what's your one twenty club? And it's it is a blast. Mm. I'll believe go it. Go be the cart support. No, I've done a couple times. I've done the cart ride along. It's not bad. That's not bad, but I have to be prepped. I have to bring my own snacks and and drinks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, otherwise I get a little ornery. 
Yeah. And you got to know where the toilet is, and you got to hundred percent. That's another fucking thing. Like, dude, You're you know, I don't, dude, I don't like having to take four high risk pisses, dude. <laughs> high risk pisses stink. Where you're like definitely in public and it's not really a good one you kind of got a half let it go half not it's just not a fun thing that's all I, golfing is Thai guy just straight up faced us at the, at the <laughs> hole and just speed in the middle of the course bush or no bush uh it was too far to see <laughs> that's <Dang>. tough <laughs> it's usually you can see you at least get the idea of a shape here um <laughs> nate what do you got i got a quick wine and shine i'm gonna wine first Someone, so we have little lockers in our laundry room and we shared the laundry room with like eight or nine people and our little locker is for your laundry detergent, your dry sheets, whatever. Somebody's been stealing upon everybody's laundry detergents. (laughs) So what I'm going to do, I'm going to put a laundry detergent in there that has like blue goop, like the blue detergent. And I'm going to put like blue number five. I'm going to full, I'm going to full on liar, liar, these people and destroy (laughs) a whole load of their clothes for stealing my detergent. Why don't you just switch to bleach? Well, it's kind of look like well, you can, yeah, you can smell, you can smell, can smell that. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. Nate, that's devious, but honestly, pretty fucking great. But then they're going to be looking up to you. They won't. They won't remember which one it came from. I don't know. I think you're entering yeah. into a, a pretty deep prank war if you were in someone's shirt. <laughs> Good. This Nate, not I. That reminds me of. I, I feel like I've told this a couple times, but I kept stealing people's water at lacrosse practice, and some kid. <laughs> Dumped a bunch of salt into his bottle. <laughs> and he watched me. He watched me go to pour a big drink and just. Pff, oh, what the fuck! You were such a rat, dude. You'd. I would watch you come out on water breaks and just kind of eyeing up stuff, dude. It, I mean, I get a lot Find of us the lone did. water bottle. Who's yeah, got the, the big water. jug? Oh, anybody with the big red jug with a little spout on it. That yeah. guy, that poor kid was getting a train ran on him every fucking, every day. <laughs> he would be, can I have some of my own water as six people just hawking on his <laughs> ice cold water? It's always, it was always like a slightly chubby player too, or like a mama's boy. And you could hear the ice rattling around. Like, you know that that one was filled with care. It's not just fucking dumpy tap water. It had a post-it note with it. Dude, uh-huh. football practice sophomore year. I was, I was the, I had both. I had the mommy, I had mommy's boy and being a chubby player. And now that she would make me two jugs, one that was with a couple scoops of Gatorade and one that was regular ice water. And you could hear the ice yeah. in both. I mean, I was basically team mom, dude. I would, might've been the softest nose tackle to ever play. <laughs> JV football. His nails are painted in the dirt. <laughs> I, dude, I swear to God, I couldn't remember an assignment. If I tried, I don't, I, I was so abhorrent at football on both sides of the ball. I was, I was, I got not a goddamn clue what all, I was doing. All they need you to do is take up space at nose tackle. They tried, they took out all the variables for you and it was it, still a no-go. It's still a no-go dude. Then they, they hated me. With how much you love football now, do you ever regret being like that? Like, yeah, 100%. Like no, after, I do. Yeah. And I hate to be like that guy. I'd fucking crush in football right now. If you put me out there, I I, I could do pretty well in a high school football game. I could drop five. I could, I could oh, get yeah. a couple sacks, I think. Yeah, I think, me... I think you could uh, beat up a couple of 15-year-olds. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> I absolutely could smack around a junior varsity line if you put me against a bunch of – that's a great pass rush drill. I, I kind of want to go out of summer practice and just be like, can I just go against your line, a JV line? <laughs> and I put on some pros versus Joe's style pads and I just go after the quarterback. I think I could – I got a couple moves in my tank that a little actually, bit. That'd be so fun. Kids aren't playing football anymore. Down here they've had to cancel like three big games because not enough kids are playing. They, it was just on the news last night and Aaron wow. and I were watching it and they were like, this is the third or fourth cancellation of a game because like one or two kids get injured and they have no backups. So then they have to forfeit games. 
Esports yeah. got cool. Nobody wanted yeah. to play football e-sports, anymore. Esports got All cool. these kids aren't going outside anymore. Pretty much, dude. And then not only that, football kind Sit of down their damn phone. It it blew to play football in, in high school. They're like, you're yeah, here at six a.m. Then we watch film. Then we do this. Then we mm. will run. Th- and then like it's like it just it's so much. I lived so for it. Dude. Also, your brain's gonna be fucked up for thirty years. Yeah, and potentially get concussed because you're bat because your quarterback can't throw, but you're a receiver, so you're constantly looking up at the ball. Like that's just a, you were sending kids to their deaths. Dude. I don't think had you so had many. that problem. I wasn't a receiver. I was a as a, as I've said, I was a, I was one of the hogs, dude. I had the I had a lineman coach who hated me because I couldn't get through the tunnel. I think I went through three months. I could never get under the blocking tunnel. <laughs> just hitting your helmet on the top. I do. I would. I'd hit the crown of my helmet every, or I'd fall on my face. He hated me so much. Fredrickson, get your ass through the tunnel. <laughs> Come on, Freddie. Come on, Freddie. Meanwhile, my fucking athletic brothers playing receiver, running back, punt returner. <laughs> and they got their, the fat retarded brother. Fucking can't get through the goddamn blocking tunnel. Yeah, they hate in his water. <laughs> they hate. Me. They saw your name on the list, like. All right, we got another Fredrickson. He's a big one. And then they got me there, and I'm crying. I'm having a, a crying <laughs> asthma attack during warm up. Coach, can I leave early? My shift at McDonald's well, starts in 20 minutes. I never asked you to leave early, but I was big on the crying asthma attack where you like cry breasts. Like, <laughs> there you go. Fucking A, we got him. We got oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, on paper, the measurables were really good. <laughs> <laughs> what they got, not what they ordered. A little, not as little advertised. Different. I was Rolls a squish the Got the Timu version. Dude, and then, and then I would always try to be like, maybe this time I'll just play angry, and then I'd still get pancaked. I was like, I just I hated football so much. It was a constant. It was 16 weeks of embarrassment. That's all it was. It was sweating during the summer and then being embarrassed all year during high school. And then the, everyone would have girls wear their jerseys. Who wants to wear the backup nose tackle jersey? Let me tell you, no one. There's not, always a, hey, there was always was a that, weird girl. Brother, no, there was not for me. There's the only the only person who would wear my jersey to give is probably my mom. It's not even a joke. That was pretty. It was a Happily. rough, rough time. Oh, 100 percent. I was, I was <laughs> a little chubbalooska, uh, dude. Nate, to bring this all back, if you see someone walking around with a half blue shirt, please take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Wine or shine, everyone's favorite segment. Uh, Nate, what else you got? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shine. Um, it is a. Uh, a side of YouTube that I don't know many people know about, but it's just where really large-breasted women review water parks on <laughs> vlogs. And um, if you got some extra time, just go check it out. A lot of a lot of quality content. It's disgusting. What do you even you have to search for? That? <laughs> yeah, that's gross, Nate. What's the channel name? <laughs> this, uh, Nate, disgusting. A... Drop the URL in the chat <laughs> so we can report it. Um. Yeah, do send that though. Uh, no, my I, my one last shine is uh, uh I'm gonna start a new segment next week called "Fuck It, I'm an Adult" moments. Okay, every week I'm gonna bring you a moment where I said "Fuck It, I'm an Adult" and I did something that I like did something that is conventionally stupid but completely legal and completely within bounds. This week I stayed up till three thirty in the morning. I ate three Uncrustables and I watched three documentaries in one night, and it was an absolute. And I, I said, you know what? I don't care about work tomorrow. Tonight I'm king, and I stayed up all night, and it was I great. Love that. You need I that every that. once in a while to remind yourself that life is not just all shit. It's yeah. Uh, I'm about to get flashed. Here we go. Episode 200. Ooh. Oh, yeah, dude. Do a little. Give a little. Look. Yeah. <laughs> Boys, let me tell you. Lucy, one more for the camera. All right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Worth no, the shot. Good.
Um, you do need that to know you're alive, though. When things get a little monotonous, like I've had ones. Another one, a good fuck it, I'm an adult thing is if you're out and about and you do a bang bang play with fast food is a fuck it, I'm an adult mm-hmm. moment. Conventional mm-hmm. wisdom says just suck it up and get the drink of what you're ordering at the place. Not me. If I want a shake from Culver's and I want the burger from McDonald's, I will do both. I will do both. The other one was the cake and ice cream night. That was a big night for me where I went and got myself a piece of like like cake and I bought a little thing of vanilla ice cream because I, I don't have to wait for someone's birthday. I'm an adult. I can do what I want. Yeah. I've been getting really high in doing that. Like yeah. it'll be like 10 a.m. on a Saturday and I'll be like, fuck it, I'm an adult. I got nothing to do today. I'm just getting yeah. stoned. This is my life. I'll do what I want. Like, yeah. Or like you make breakfast at like one in the morning. Like no one can stop you. Now there's no no one can tell you no except for it's not against the law. Yeah, you just do what you want to do. So that's my that's my shine. There will be a new segment called "Fuck It, I'm an Adult." I will give you all of the goods uh, every Ooh. week. Of can can we moment. contribute to that? You Our absolutely fuck you, can. Fuck it, I'm an adult moment. Fuck it, never, I'm an adult moment. You'll never have one, Harley. You'll yeah, never dude, be what ready. You're talking about. No, <laughs> Harley's, Harley's, Harley's whole life up until this year was a fuck it, I'm an adult <laughs> moment. I want to drive a van with two different color doors. That's an adult move. I'm buying. A, he bought a school bus. If that is not the most, I'm an adult. True, true. true. Like, a real this is what money can do that's sometimes what we forget is like you can just buy shit like you can go on amazon and just like buy buy things you can buy you know, the credit card still got cash on it and yeah. you need to pay that off but you still go buy something recklessly anyways that learn it about a, fuck it i'm a child dream though <laughs> yeah that, harley was asked as a as a kindergartner harley what do you want to be as a kid a school bus what did yeah. he do the man <laughs> bought a school bus he did it. closest thing to be in a school bus you like i want to be a pilot bus. <laughs> I'll destroy India. <laughs> oh, great! Great, great! Very strong message. Wow! Yeah, I love the one kid. He gets on. He gets a little fire in his ass, dude. I'll destroy India. <laughs> I love. I give my life for Pakistan. You're like, take it easy. You're gonna give Devo PTSD. Can you imagine? Yeah. My bad, dude. <laughs> 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 wow, great! <laughs> where's the nearest nightstand I'm, I'm gonna cut this <laughs> i'm gonna cut this put you in black and white and hit fortunate son <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh i love it oh hey is craig still in the waiting room he is yeah he's been right. waiting for like an hour he's probably been watching the show though he likes the show ladies and gentlemen a little surprise making his debut back on the 200th episode of tuesday wow. catch up all the hiatus oh, <laughs> oh baby oh. it's his birthday get loud for craig everybody welcome welcome wow Dude, all the stars 62 Guys, all the stars are out for episode 200 of the Tuesday Catch Up. <laughs> this is like the red carpet of former oh. hosts and, and, and segments. Well, you know, this was enjoyable watching the whole thing because I got to say, I, you know, occasionally because I wasn't audibilized, I'm like, so I wrote it down. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> for example, you sleep with two nine millimeters by your side. If I had time to be a mad scientist, I'm going to have one 18 millimeter. <laughs> I have an 18 millimeter. Hello? Anybody yeah, else? Hey. I sleep with one every night. Am I right? Cover stuff. No, nah, splatter one. You know, just yeah, big gun. Anyway, just a thought. And uh, just another thought came to me is watching these brothers and knowing the fathers, me being one. <laughs> I think once a year, you guys quietly collect them. Treasure those little nuggets in your pocket of your mind and say, tonight, we're going to say, you are becoming your father. And you are going to give the examples where you've seen it. 
because <laughs> at least I know on my end you're becoming the father. Shut <laughs> the fuck up, dude. No, I'm not. You're, hey, 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 hey. I can I as admin, I can kick you from this broadcast, all right? Uh, you know, just just a suggestion. And since you guys were talking about re-putting up old business ideas, it made me think of the one that still I would invest five thousand dollars if you guys could put up a business plan. Yes. The For what? idea. The what? A, a Karen idea. Where a guy oh. like uh, Matt just no, 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 no. You mean you called me on my vacation and you and you and you handle yeah 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 you handle those bullshit calls for God these spectrum. people that are dealing with insurance and all this other crap and it's, this time you're a paid guy whittling them down and them being instead of them just being paid to whittle you the consumer down. I would and actually you, like that would be a fun job. To just like you just know you're gonna go to war every time you go to work and you and just fight on the it. phone. And yeah. you're enjoying it. I know I'm making you you're getting paid, but you don't know I'm getting paid for this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys remember that business is called taking care in business. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. I literally I was, I was so goddamn confused. My dad has a better memory David. than me. I was I started to Google old that episodes. was pre-CPAP. <laughs> Yeah, that was before, that was before I started getting a full night of sleep. CPAP TM, uh, <laughs> Dad, that's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, I, I wrote down a few. It made me think of a few more, but it, man, it's awesome seeing all you guys. Uh, I got to congratulate all you guys. Holy crap! I still don't know what you do, Zach. Are you a stripper? Something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> he goes. I've been seeing you shirtless to, a lot. I'd have to Ooh. kill you if I told you. <laughs> <laughs> with my 18 millimeter we got, uh, you know you got, you got mate you know being out in the atlantic and uh you know harley new power aiden kicking the comedy matt just just chill you <laughs> 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 got a lot going on man you're a guy, Real cool, cool guy, guy. does things no that's oh, yeah, no, no, he, no, he's got some stuff quietly in the poker but yeah no congratulations on 200 um that's you are awesome the- it's you awesome. are the you're the man, Dad. What uh, what uh, what do you got cooking? We've been the Tuesday catch has been asking for you back. The people have been asking for a Craig Craig Spearsy. So, two part question: What have you been up to? And number two: What's going on in the world that we are not privy to right now? Yeah, who killed Obama's chef? <laughs> and is and is he gay? <laughs> and if Michelle Obama was a dude, does that? You know what? I'm just gonna trust a comedian that doesn't lie, and that would be uh, what was that? old lady where she's like you know she was asked you know when do you think we're gonna have our first uh openly gay president she goes oh you've already got one oh. who, who is that who's the that was, i remember I seeing that guy that was famous for one-liners like no stop it you know and she let out another one she's got to be 80 now she's very famous i'm gonna look it up yeah i'm gonna need i'm gonna need a name here fellas for this one okay you, um so that answers that part and the other one what am i up to well I hit 62. I didn't Congrats. even hit a milestone marker. So kind of in uncharted territory, which is nice. <laughs> I've never been this old, he said. <laughs> right. So Dead. now, now I, I, it, it's kind of cool. Um, you, you made me think about how easy life is to just have some fun. If I could pay, imagine, I'm thinking if I had money. If I had some money, the, the shit I could do, just for fun, 
Oh. <laughs> you're gonna want that. Dad started to sell it, so I I talked to him on no sleep yesterday, and I was like, I said, "How are you? What's the plan for tomorrow?" And this was his response: "Think of the things I could do with money." Now, Dad, give them your idea about mi- m- militializing homeless people. Well, yeah, nah, that's let's, a good let's idea. Say, let's just say I didn't even just take the homeless. You got to, you know what? All of us are looking for a gig, right? There's a lot oh, of money. Yeah. musicians, people that don't make enough money. Christmas. Homeless people, musicians, the same thing. <laughs> Comedians, <laughs> pretty much, dude. I said I wasn't responsible for what leaks out, you know. <laughs> so, um, imagine just just I just thought of that now. You know, take fifty of them that have driver's licenses that are clean, and say, I tell you what, we'll give you twenty bucks an hour for the next three hours, every street in Nina. When you come up to the light, wait. When the light changes, put on your left field white blinker. Now, can you imagine if that happened to you driving around Nina like four freaking times in a row? <laughs> like they're holding up traffic? You, you weren't they're very not holding up traffic. They're obeying the rules. Now, imagine 50 of them. There's like four or five traffic. Like, bang, bang. It's like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> what, was, what, what was the idea you sold me yesterday? You said, I want to get 500 homeless people. And you said, think of the chaos I could cause. You sounded like a villain. <laughs> you're, you're a freaking bang. My, my question oh. my question is it's always paying people to disrupt normal functioning things in society let's give them all a hundred dollars and run the toll booth out of change let's give homeless people 20 dollars an hour to cause trouble i said they're doing it for free <laughs> how about hey dad what you want dad you're so close to being progressive it hurts dude give them a job and get them off the fucking street quit telling I, them to I, make trouble i got, uh, no, I, got no, dad's I info tell here. you a long time ago i cured homelessness i said i could take uh the same um two 200 homeless people hey guess what we're eating today at six o'clock. Find your favorite place you want to go, whether it's Costco, Walmart, wherever, wherever you can get in, and just start eating at six. They don't have enough room in the jails, and after three days, they would just end up making some tents and throwing you somewhere because the businesses are like, we can't have this. I mean, that's chaos. Exactly. You really exactly. are getting called. Uh, yeah, I found the information dad needed it was joan rivers she called obama gay and said michelle obama's a tranny that's actually dude joan rivers that's really fucking funny that's a really that's a really funny she's like 80 just going yeah here's a good bit (laughs) is she dead i think i I don't know no whatever well no you can't even say that safely because even kissinger is still alive i think he's a hundred isn't he he's ancient i don't know no he's alive now, Dad, you got any more conspiracies on deck for us? Give us a little something, something. Well, you're gonna. Uh, I'm stay. I'm staying on my my thing that I've been telling you guys this this year. You ain't seen nothing yet. Okay, Dad. Can I? Can I also? Can I say I went through all last 200 episodes. You said this is the year for five years now. That's <laughs> not. That's not even no, a bit. No, this I'm is not, the I'm one, Chuck. This not, is the I'm one. I'm not punching down. Literally a hundred episodes. You said this is the beginning of the end of the world. A hundred episodes <laughs> before that, you said the big shakeup is coming in the next 48 hours. You said in the next 40. I I love you to death, but I, it's and I and I'm not punching down. You have said that the world is ending. No less than twelve times on this podcast, and so what do you? What is different about this time than the other times? You know what? I feel like Jim Cramer in investing. 
you know, and he's still on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, um, I remember one time you said we're in the middle of the beginning of the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we were in the beginning of the middle of the end. Beginning of the That's middle of the end. That's what it was. So, yep. yeah, in you realize... the middle of the end. So, you think we're in the middle now? I, I'm thinking that, that, that all your knowledge and givens about the dollar and the way shit works, that things are going to drastically change, whether it's by a black swan event, it doesn't matter. What is a black swan event? Black swan events new new in the Craig lingo. Yeah. This and Kairos moment both are good. It, it can't it can't not happen. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'm it's so it's 9/11 but on a whole bigger scale. <laughs> Dang. So hypothetically I get you a business plan tomorrow. How much time do we have of uh <laughs> runway with taking care of business before um, the end? Before the end. Oh, we that's making, true. We making that's money, true. or, or um, is it worth well, you it? Hey, hey, you don't you don't get rich sitting around. You know that's true. Dad, be you used. got me sold. Dad, <laughs> I'm gonna put a montage together of all the times you've said the dollar on the podcast. It might be it might be 200. It might be 200 times that you've said the dollar and things are gonna change. I'm. I just I'm I'm really struggling because you'd always tell me it's the end, and every time you come on here, I want I'm ready for groundbreaking stuff, and you sell me the same boat. Well, I believe in this. Uh, there's too many people with this, and I and I poked my head in a lot of these stories, and they've been happening for a few years. Was these directed energy weapons? You've all heard that. Oh. Now you do have two different places where I believe Oprah had property, one in Hawaii, one out west, and both times all the properties around her burned, but not hers. You do have stories of all these houses that were blue. None of them were touched. What is that? A freaking filter? They didn't figure. Blue's the well, most that's nutrient. The conspiracy thought. But the thought is, is that if they got to make a big conspiracy, well, we'll just uh, pull one of them on a bigger scale and we'll call it a meteor, and we'll all jump together and everybody will be American, making it great again. <laughs> God damn, Dan. Is, is Oprah also trans? <laughs> no, no, no son, not as far as I know. I don't even want to know. Little <laughs> oh, cutie. Now, Dad, wildfires, real or orchestrated? Uh, now, now, wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Canada. Dad, there's three categories for Dad. There's not really worried about it. Something's fishy. Bonafide, <laughs> bonafide. The like, this is someone did this. When I last talked to you, you said you I watched you in real time drag wildfires in Canada from something's fishy to this was orchestrated in seven minutes. You convinced yourself <laughs> that the government had done this. What is where are we standing now? Has it moved back to something's fishy? Well, you know what? Always follow the money anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody, mm -hmm. you know, what is that? Action, problem, solution, however it goes. Those, I mean, think of those fires in Canada. I believe it was the ones that were all over the East Coast, uh, what was that, six months ago? If yeah, you look at the footage coming out of the NOAA or whatever it is, of just natural radar and that, it was as if, wham, fire, wham, fire, wham. I mean, it was across five different states, if it was our country, or three different states, instant and massive. And that started the fires. That was all over Quebec. So it was kind of like, huh, that's what I said. It's that this has been going on for a while. These, quote, 
directed energy weapons, you know what? Who's to say what's far-fetched in our world? Do you really think they'd even serve you an ounce of food? Wait, the thought, the thought of the government building a giant magnifying glass to start fires like ants like, from space? <laughs> Directed energy is just a giant magnifying glass. I don't know. Who, did I who stands, I don't know who it is. No, I know. I just know. I'm just laughing who, at the Who stands like to that. make money from starting Canada fires, though? The lizard oh, people. Yeah. Well, there's, there's, it's not just Fireman. money, but distractions. Yeah, chaos. Power grabs. They're, 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 the world's a giant chessboard. This Ukraine thing, the money that's pilfered on both sides, you got to understand we're just sitting here fed crumbs like, oh, today they took out three tanks. They're doing good. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. We just heard that if Craig had money, he would hire 500 homeless people just to cause chaos. Think of if you had a lot of money. If he had 100 billion. Yeah, the microcosm of like, and there are a lot of Craig's Ukraine's. A lot of cities. Dude, if you put a toupee and a suit on dad, he's a Republican congressman tomorrow, and he's getting elected, no doubt. He's a, he's a, he's a front runner in Georgia. I pull my teeth out and put on a big hat, I'm a Democrat. <laughs> no, you're a Democrat voter if you do that. Yeah. Oh, man. I that's not accurate, and I have no idea, but it just sounded funny to me when I thought <laughs> All right. Like now, Dad, we had lunch today. You did beat me in mini golf. We're not going to talk about that. I did beat you in go-karting and uh, in other races. We're not, that's all hearsay, I guess, at this point. Did you pay him extra to juice up your because <laughs> you drag yours down a little more. Dude, I, dude, I try to kick the governor out of mine. I smack the pedal as hard as I can to try to get the gas to go faster because I genuinely – I'll start fast, and then my, I think I, – I know they're a machine, but I think my go-kart gets tired after a few laps. It does start <laughs> to gradually slow down because I had a good Starts lead on coughing. Dad. And by the end, it was like, <laughs> he's crushing me now. But we were at lunch and you mentioned, I mentioned that I was getting a massage tomorrow. And you said, I'll save that story of my massage for another day. And I said, like the Patreon he still hasn't told the massage story. I think it's time. Oh, no. Do we want to hear this massage story? <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know. If you don't want to, we can save for a, a true a cone uh, of silence. Cone of silence. So these weird things happen to me, just like I told Hayden. I go to buy a bag of chips, I chips, I throw a dollar in, nothing happens. Oh, it says exact change. Oh, you're a computer too. Try to just cheat it another dollar, get it, you know, tip it. It won't take the dollar. All right. Fine, I just jerked me off too. <laughs> so I used my credit card for 25 cents. The instant the credit card clicked. Here comes my dollar chips drop, and I hear ding, 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 chunk, 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 chunk. The change thing. What the frick? I'm scooping out wads and wads and wads of change. What are these tokens? Because I didn't recognize them, and then I realized they're Susan B's. I got thirty-five dollars and twenty cents playing that chip machine last week. So, <laughs> Dad, Dad, they're, that's you're never going to Vegas. Yet. What's better? What's better? Finding thirty dollars in free change. Thinking you're getting a back massage and getting jerked off. That's pretty <laughs> much I'll take I think this money. Those are both pretty good occurrences <laughs> on a That's the equivalent, actually, in corporate terms. Fine, I like yeah. it. When the chip when the chips drop two bags. <laughs> pretty good. As far yeah. as my, my ideas for next year, you asked me that at lunch today. Yeah, I did. So besides the Karen thing being the best thing that I've heard of over the last year as I digested everything. Yeah. Uh, and that would work. I would invest. Um, is that sport that I told you guys about. 
where I buy a giant ball. ball that's five feet, five feet around. That ball probably weighs 150, 200 pounds, all that air in it. You get your team of maybe seven, eight guys, you pick them. You need fast and big because it's a big net. It's a big ball. <laughs> it's, it's human it's human rocket league and the, only oh, thing you can't do, the only thing you can't do is smack into another player but i'm sorry if that poor fool's on the other side and big boy comes in and bumps that ball that boy's going flying mm-hmm. dude and you score and i wanted to get a lacrosse team pay him all some money and film it <laughs> and that's part of the promotion send it to espn can i i I mean, I'll tell you the thrill of running someone over the big ball is like unbelievably fun. We used to do this game thing called Indiana Jones with the kids at Park and Rec. We'd get a giant beach ball that was like we're like mad, like I couldn't see the top of it, and we would just we called it Indiana Jones. If you got rolled over or touched by a ball, you had to go sit on the big mat, dude. Me and Joe got that thing spinning so fast, we absolutely cleaned a couple four year olds. They'd be running, they'd be running, and then you just see them get completely like the ball yes. would overtake them completely. I, so I would take good money. Grown men. Imagine grown men, and you. Know, you got your big three, four hundred pound goalie coming out, and he sees, oh, there's two guys, and they got some steam, you yeah. know. And uh, the ricochet action and that ball going blink, you better not try to get under it, you know. That's a lot of weight coming down, but I, I like mean, it would be league. fun to watch as a spectator going, oh, they just rolled him over, <laughs> dude. Unbelievable energy balls. Big ball sports, empty balls. You brought it all today, Dad. You were a hero on the Tuesday catch-up for 200. You are the man. Any final words, uh, well wishes for 200. We're going to bring you back on. We're going to get you back on as like a bi-weekly guest, if that's cool with you. Sounds good to me. Sounds all good. right, what do you got? Do you have any you have any final parting words for episode 200? Oh, I got her shines, man. I made it to 62. I still got a job that I could quit. I still got cigarettes that I could quit. Not Hell yeah. <laughs> no need. You know, you got all these opportunities and stuff to do, so I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, oh, I, I could leave you with one last prank that won't be had. And it was going to be, it's pretty quick, 30 yeah. I would I would find some uh, eight musicians for the band I have picked. I need a tuba, I need a, a trumpet, I need a pop, 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 you know, viola type, and a bang. I want you out of your car, set up. We'll rehearse this. I'll pay you 10, 15 bucks an hour. Let's go in and out of the car. So now two cars pull up. Eight person band is out there set up in 30, 40 seconds. Uh, and it was going to be on your parkway. Aiden. And I, yeah, I was going to set it up for about 10 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. And then they would play this. Uh, Harley's heard the song in the car. Dun, 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 da, da. Remember that I played that on there? Anyway, I played it on the radio. <laughs> this huge, you'd hear this huge eight-piece band do it about 45 seconds, enough to get the neighbors out, and then they would be conditioned to look and to see if you would open the blinds. Instantly, everybody packs up, and they go. Prank. <laughs> Prank. <laughs> got him. You're a we man. got him. All right. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, Craig Fredrickson, everybody. Give it up for him. Heck yeah, Craig. Craig. Enjoy. Happy you birthday. Know, stay tuned the rest of the episode. We're going to do a birthday. Read, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy 62nd and 200th. Look at us. Got huh? it. Got it. Uh, all right. Goodbye.
What man. the hell did that guy just talk about? <laughs> energy, dude. Energy. Man that was the greatest time. thing I've ever no, heard that was in my fucking awesome. Life. I had no clue what was going on. Half that was energy, dude. That's what we needed out of, out of number 62. That's our president right there. Yeah. I love him. Well, six, I'm going to have to head out, year. too, boys. This is it for Zach. Zach, thank yeah. you for joining us for episode I 200. Nice. I promised someone that I would be done by 7, and it's now 7.20. Uh, you had <laughs> so, to hear that story, though. Oh, I couldn't leave. I was like, fuck, now I'm locked in. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> uh, congratulations, you guys. Keep it up. Don't don't ever stop believing. Thanks don't for stop creating believing. a rival podcast. It is we're honestly... going to sponsor you guys one day when we're yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're gonna bring you guys up. All right. He started, oh, fuck hey, off, dude. You know, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. He Sorry, Zach, you're hey, gravy. we're part of the gravy um, train production too. Once gravy, we all, gravy one trend. goes, we all go. Gravy trend. Yeah, gravy trend. <laughs> gravy trend. Gravy trend productions. Keep her going, boys. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're the best. Thank you, Devo. Oh, boy, and then wow. there were two four. hours already. And then there were yeah. four. Yeah, dude, the truth, the, the 200th episode extravaganza well, is extravagant. I, I got someone on the limes if we're going to do worms or not, but we just lost a cast member. I think yeah. we could, I mean, do we? Oh, well, someone, could, I could read two parts. I'll read as a girl and a guy. Okay. Yeah. You got to be Samantha. All right. That's fine. What do you want? I, to, and me, on the, you, on the Spotify version, can we splice in act one and two? So it's one total. Cause it's been almost two years since we did. You have to just give me two. the episodes we did them in and then I will. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Yeah, can do. All right. All right. As a finale for the readers or for the, yeah, let's do this. Let's do end it. it with a full reading of Worms 2079. The right. Just ask Jack if he had the same email. Oh, he hasn't. He's not like on, on. The best part is he said we can clean some of this up audio wise. Any moment we do like the video that goes on, but like the live stream, there's a little bit of like stuff going. You know, we get Getting a little bit. Can scenes. I wreck? Dude, can I wreck something? Bishop yeah. BS High on HBO. Uh, Bishop Sycamore High, the one who played on ESPN a couple years ago against, uh, remember that football team that turned out to be a bunch of fucking adults? Yeah. The documentary yeah. of that is truly insane. The guy who like headed it up, who actually got them on ESPN and stuff like the coach is a, is an absolute psychopath. And the documentary is like must watch. He was, he was basically feeding you. He would, he would call in. It's one of the gimmicks he would do. He would call in and order like 200 rotisserie chickens to a grocery store to feed the team in the morning. And then he would not come and pick it up. Like he would order it under a different name. And then he'd show up late at night as a different person and buy them all on clearance. Once they were like marked down and put off. This dude was a <laughs> genius. He was, he was a, not a G I mean, he's a horrible person, but it was maybe the funniest thing is like watching. That's like, like, that's like the free Coles cash that beans does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same energy. It absolutely is free. It's like the full circle economy of free, free that. But he, uh, he tricked all these kids. He was basically like, yeah, you're not, you're 18. He like registered them as a religious school. So no one could do anything about it. And then he basically was like, Come play for me. I'll make sure you get into college. And then he had no, he had no idea what he was doing. He got his playbook from Madden for for, for his <laughs> offense for football. Scott's and uh, Scott's tots them so hard. Oh, is this the uh, is this the the link to the script? Yeah, nice. Script. Let me exit my full screen and find and grab this thing. But that's my wreck. Is you guys got to watch this? Um, right. Is this a seven minute video? Is that from Hyder? Jesus yeah. Christ, that's so funny. All right, let's do so this. So we're starting on is this page. The full this is the full script. So we're starting at page 21. Oh, wow. Nate, you've been really going after this. All right. Can you set the stage a little bit? I'll cut it when I'm in the audio. Yeah. So act one. Um, Wait, are you inviting the... Jack or no? 
Uh, I thought you did. The hell's going on? I don't on have access to uh, we, we gotta get we gotta get Jack in here for the reading. Um, so who am I, Jack? by the way? All right, so you I'm Liam O'Neill. Uh, You're Liam O'Neill, who's a grizzled scientist who laughed, uh, who was laughed out of the science community for his giant worm theory. Who am I? I'm way up at the top. Uh, I am Francis are... Larson and Samantha Jackson. Yeah. Jesus Christ, this is gonna be a watch this Oscar-worthy <laughs> performance. All right, is he in? Get him in. He should have access to it. Uh, through Google Docs. No, he's not even in the stream. I thought he was in the stream. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Get the boy in here. Because he was, he was, he had a part in not part one, but part two. All right. I got him. I sent him the stream yard. All right. In the meantime, what are we thinking? Episode 200, boys. What are we thinking? What are we thinking Dude. about what we just, that was, I mean, that was an electric, K, electric, whatever. You get it. Craig was great. Eclectic. Zach was good. Eclectic Craig. Zach was great. What a time. You guys enjoyed the tribute video? So good. That was great. That airsoft fatty was yeah. one of the top things I've ever seen in my entire life. It, Matt, Nate, Matt, Holly. Doing that. <laughs> Check out the ketchup, boys. <laughs> Just say, say, he, I, I got lots of good content coming out. I was trying to get him to, dude, you only get you only get 250 ca characters on Cameo to get them to like do what you want to do. So you got to kind of pack in your request pretty fast to make things happen. That's how much, can I ask how much that was? No. Okay. More than I wanted to spend. More. Okay. Well, all right. Guess a number. I'll tell you higher or lower. 25. Uh, Hi, higher. $80. Yeah. I said you know, you know he's spending that money on meat salad and weed. Yeah, no, it's I, I knew <laughs> it hurts when you know it's not going to a good it's like playing a crackhead to do something funny. Like you're like, God damn it, this is a bummer. <laughs> he might listen to the podcast now though. What a hero. That was yeah. cool. He did see yourself fanny fan. Yeah. Did you have did you have to like text him a little bit beforehand or like have a little bit of a chat with him like hey this is what I want or was it like a prompt and then he just you just received a video? You get a prompt. You get 250 characters and you can buy more space to give him more of a prompt, but I just was like, nah. I I I was I was I saw some of his previous videos. He looks like he puts his heart and soul into it. So, I uh I paid him and I paid for expedited. So he messaged me, I'm filming it tonight and I said, "Thank you." And he filmed it uh Thursday night. <laughs> And then I, I put it in the video on Friday morning. I've been working on this video at every like little waking moment I had between doing like regular human things. Like I got back from the race, did that, whatever. I got back this morning, worked on it a little while, went and took my dad out, got home, finished it. But I was waiting for all the couples videos, like the ladies. And I knew I had to put that in there and I couldn't fit it. And then I had to find the right version of Africa with a slowed down piano. I wanted something soft and sad. I wanted Incredible. something memorable. Yeah. And then it felt wrong to not address the sauce boss, dude. The man, the man, the man who kind of jettisoned us in there, dude. The actual mm -hmm. chef Larry Raymond, and we still have the sign yeah. bottles of uh, of barbecue sauce. Can, can I read you a funny thing that Dad just sent me? Yeah. Uh, I, if he's still listening, the the jig is going to be up on Pierre. He said, "You guys should edit in when Larry says the sauce is the boss as a memory." And then he said, "Also, the Louisiana Gator guy." <laughs> you want to break uh, it for him you you do the honors dad pierre is griffin 
<laughs> it's just our friend doing a really racist Louisiana accent. It's not racist. It's just it's culturally inappropriate. Yeah, it's just insensitive. That's our new segment. Racist or insensitive. Cajun's not a race. Whatever. It's a spice. <laughs> it's, a spi- it's a spice, you idiot. All right. Hey. Welcome to the podcast. Hey. Dude, uh, dare hey. I say Mayor of Tomato there we go. Dr. Jack. What's going on? Dr. Jack. <laughs> How's it going, guys? I mean, never better. Have you been tuning into episode 200, the showdown, spectacular extravaganza? Uh, no. I mean, he didn't know it was coming, but he did. You know what I mean? Hello? Is this thing on? <laughs> it's been an episode and a half. We're two hours deep. My brain's starting to go. I'm going into pun humor, so we're going to do the reading. But uh, are you ready for this? Let's do it. Do you remember yeah, your role? Box yeah. Open? Uh, yeah. And you're just me. Are you? Yeah, you're, you're, you are Dr. Jack. Oh, dude, beautiful. All right, let me uh, zoom in a little bit so I know what I'm doing. 125. All right, All right I'm so ready. We're starting at page 21, act three. And I'm and... Samantha and Francis, right? Correct. And oh, Samantha is an Australian accent. Got Australian. Roy. All right, wait, wait. I call... Arnar. Arnar. Right, Unique New York. Unique New York. Blue yeah. blood type black bloods. All right, I'm ready. Are any of these guys like Texan? I don't remember. Francis is. Yeah, you're, yeah. Uh, Hayden is. He's he does two accents, uh, Texan and Australian. Oh, good luck dude. going back and forth on that. Dude. I'm like Robert Downey Jr., dude. <laughs> All right, what all right. Are we on? Twenty-one. Like Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Oh, okay. Scene sixteen. And all right, I'm gonna set the scene. I'm gonna uh, give the little backstory about uh, each one of your characters, and then uh, again, and then uh, do a uh, overview of what happened in Act One and Two, and then we'll get it rolling. All right. Liam O'Neill, played by Matt Steubing, a grizzled scientist who, has, who was laughed out of the science community for his giant worm theory. ER. Samantha Jackson, played by Jake Hirsch, now Harley Fred- Hayden Fredrickson, Australian FBI zoologist with a chip on her shoulder and a thing for disgraced scientists. Jim Hansen, played by Harley Fredrickson, no-nonsense young FBI agent with a hair trigger and a big, lumpy, tactical brain. <laughs> Francis Larson also now this is played by Hayden Fredrickson again a Texas landowner who gets a government stipend for allowing a landfill on his property never trusted the government and never will just like my daddy Harry Swanson played by Nate Steubing a local sheriff who knows these parts like the back of his dick (laughs) if if I'm not mistaken you died I did die. I'll get to that one later. <laughs> okay. uh, you brought him back, huh? Yeah. No, no, no. no. I'm just I'll, I just wanted to, to be known for the recap okay. where I go in. Uh, and Jack, a.k.a. Jack Samalian, a huge fan of Dr. O'Neill. And he's been watching the landfill via satellites. And when he found out uh, that there were helicopters and vans at the property that he watches, he got suspicious and rolled up in the middle of Act 2. All right. So... Act one, uh, a wild. So the the landfill. Let me see if I can find this part in here. <laughs> Just give Fuck us the plot. Give it. us like that. Give us the elevator pitch of what's happened in our thirty seconds. So genetically modified worms were placed in landfills, and they thought the experiment was horrible. So they abandoned the project and didn't check up on them. But twenty five years later, one group of worms in a single landfill started growing extremely big and extremely fast, and started. Uh, terrorizing this uh, one farmer they ate his dog and then they started uh, 
eating people or attempting to eat people because they're getting so big and at some point they're going to end up taking over the world one of them launched a emp into the air and fried all the electronics so there's no outside communication with the outside world as of yet but at the end of act two we see two american f-16s coming over the, in the distance because the uh, military got notice of the extreme worm activity love it and my character ended up being a Nazi and sacrificing yes. himself to save the group because I he felt bad about, about being a Nazi. Yeah, oh yeah, that was a heroic sacrifice and a good cliffhanger in Act Two. So let's mm-hmm. get set the scene. What's the we're at Act Three, Scene Sixteen? What do we got? Exterior day. Samantha, Jim, <laughs> Francis, and Harry stand a third of the way up the side of a four hundred foot gradual incline of the landfill. Below them, a large tunnel burrowing out of soil spilling onto is spilling onto a pile of bones well wait oh that i'm in scene three whoops i i got lost <laughs> i was gonna say this is not <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. page 21 act, from act the top three, not, not two hours scene. and 14 minutes in the wheels have fallen completely off scene 16 <laughs> this movie is called worms 2079 the reckoning <laughs> written by me um there are five main characters uh first being Liam O'Neill, played by matt steubing Leo is a grizzled scientist who is laughed out of the science community for his giant worm theory. Samantha Jackson, played by Jake Hirsch, an Australian <laughs> FBI zoologist with a chip on her shoulder and a thing for disgraced scientists. All right, mate. Jim Hansen, played by Harley Fredrickson, no-nonsense young FBI agent with a hair trigger and a big lumpy tactical brain. <laughs> Francis Larson, played by Har- Hayden Fredrickson, a Texas landowner who gets a gov- government stipend for allowing a landfill on his property. Never trusted the government and never will. Mm-hmm. Harry Swanson, played by me, Nate Steubing, a local sheriff who knows these parts like the back of his dick. <laughs> All right. Scene one. This. <sighs> Scene one. Exterior. Dusk. A man sits <laughs> rocking, overlooking his vast domain. As the sun sets, he sips his last sip of his drink and calls for his dog. Henry, come here, boy. Looks around and smacks his thigh. Henry, damn doggo is running off. Henry. <laughs> we hear a faint voice slip through the screen door. Oh, just come in. He always comes back. That was Francis Larson's wife. Francis grabs his glass and turns to the screen door. As he steps through, he takes one last concerned stare into the fleeting light. Scene two, cut to daytime. The chop of an FBI helicopter cuts through the early morning serenity. Inside are Jim Hansen, FBI agent, and Samantha Jackson, resident FBI zoologist, overlooking a dry and barren Texas property, except for one square acre mound sprawling with perfect green grass. What the hell is that? That's a landfill we were called here to look at. It has been decommissioned. Years. It was one of the first to hold only compostable packaging after the ban in 44. This sheriff is an old friend of mine and called me in for a favor. Any idea why he would request an animal doctor to tag along? Um, it's zoologist, and that's what we're here to find out. <laughs> the FBI chopper descends onto the thick carpet of foliage sprouting from the landfill in the surrounding area. As Francis Larson and Harry Swanson lean against the police cruiser and hold down their worn cowboy hats in the nearby distance, the blades begin to wind down when Samantha and Jim hop out of the helicopter. Jim looks to the pilot. 
Just wait here. This shouldn't take long. Jim and Samantha appro approach the presumed landowner and sheriff standing in the green oasis. You were this tall last time I saw you. Hopefully your father's doing all right. Anyway, sorry to call in this favor, but this is something we ain't never seen around these parts. This is Francis Larson, owner of the property. My family's been on this land for six generations without a problem. We let the government have one little slice of the pie and all hell breaks loose. Now, now, I'm sure there's a perfectly good explanation <laughs> for what's going on. This is Samantha Jackson, the zoologist you requested. Now tell us exactly what happened. There ain't much to say, really. Henry went missing last night and never came home. So I hopped in the truck this morning, expected him to find him napping under a tree. His grass is his favorite spot on the whole 4,000-acre plot, so it was the first place I looked. The only thing I found was one foot wide hole in the side of the landfill and a pile of bones sucked dry like they ain't been out in the Texas heat for a year. Samantha's brow trickles with a drip of sweat, and she furrows it perplexed. <laughs> 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 Get it together. <laughs> Dead air. Get it together, Samantha. I can't get through. All right. <clears throat> Line. Suck <laughs> dries. <laughs> okay. okay. That's the. Uh, Those sound. Suck dries. Suck dries. It's not the scene. All right, I'm done. Okay, so uh, that's the end of scene two. A uh, couple uh, director's notes. Uh, Jake, feel free to uh, improvise a little bit. I saw you almost did it, but you laughed too hard. Uh, stick to the You're script, but also improvise if you want to. Um, Harley, I need a little bit more uh, excitement out of you. You're just reading the pages, baby. A little <laughs> bit more. Get into it. Get into it. Nate, how am I doing? You're doing great. You come in in season, season four. Thank you, thank you. All right, wait. Can I finish my line? <laughs> line. line. I'll, I'll pick it up. Suck dry, up. you say. Doesn't sound like anything I've come across in the field. <laughs> Let's take a look. <laughs> I have so many lines coming up. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Right, I'm good. Composer. Here we go. All right. Get it going. See, scene three. Ooh. Exterior. Day. Samantha, Jim, Francis, and Harry stand about a third of the way up the side of a 400-foot gradual incline of the landfill. Below them, a large tunnel burrowing out of the soil, spilling onto a pile of those clean bones. Well, that's for sure, K9. As for the... Samantha grabs a tape measure off of her utility belt. 16-inch wide tunnel coming out of the ground. You might want to throw another shrimp on the barbie because it's going to be a long day. Samantha grabs a flashlight from her pocket and begins to examine the tunnel. Holy fuck. <laughs> she dips her flashlight onto the wall of the tunnel. It's covered in translucent goop. Just as she retreats to alert others of the finding, the ground rumbles and the earth below the police cruiser gives way, sending it down into a 30-foot sinkhole. What the hell was that? Goddamn government soil's crumbling like our economy. <laughs> Translucent goop. <laughs> I think it might be something much more sinister. Francis, Harry, <laughs> get off this grass and stay off until we can get back. Tim, get the chopper ready. I think I'll know who can help us. <laughs> Good. How's that? Scene four. Fantastic. 
Thank you. Scene four, interior, small, dingy apartment hallway. Samantha knocks on the door. Who is it? Dr. O'Neill, it's Samantha Jackson and Jim Hansen from the FBI. May we come in? What the hell do you want with a scientist who's been laughed out of the Harvard? Sir, I, I really think you're going to want to see this. The door shuts. You hear, the rattle, you hear the rattle of the chain lock being removed from the front door. Samantha and Jim step inside. Doctor, I saw you give a speech on the biodegradable plastics back in undergrad. That was before I was ostracized for warning people of the use of genetically modified worms to assist in landfill breakdown. I lost my pension, my wife, my family. For what? Worms? Who's Jim? Hello. <laughs> Charlie. He's probably talking, but... Phil, just fill in me. It's any... He's lagging. Con he did. All right. Cancellation. Your oh, theory may have been correct. I just... Am oh, I just lagging? Hold on a second. If it's any consolation, your theory may have been correct. As much as I would have liked to say, <laughs> I told you so. If you were right about this, we are in the eye of a shit hurricane, and it's only about to get worse. We flew directly here from a small town in the middle of Texas. They have one of the first bio landfills after the plastics ban, and we're an early adopter of the genetically modified field worms. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is the first I've heard about these fill worms. The government genetically altered traditional composting worms to have a lifespan of 72 hours and to have an appetite for bioplastics. The, the idea was to create a landfill that would never overflow, but it didn't work, so the project was abandoned. With the shorter lifespan, everyone assumed that they had all died off in the few landfills that were propagated with these experimental worms. Life finds a way. These worms really did end up surviving this long. There's no way of knowing what is going on below that soil all the way out here. We need to get to back to Texas and set up a mobile research station. I can make that happen. Get packed. Exterior. Night. Rainy. The crew regains their footing and composure after the blast. Jesus, fuck! What the fuck is going on here? How many times are you going to say fuck, Francis? As many times as I goddamn well please. My dog died, motherfucker. <laughs> Not to mention we have a worm the size of an 18-wheeler with a thirst for blood and electricity coursing through its what veins. <laughs> Did you just skip like three lines? No. No, I'm, no, I'm up. Sorry. <laughs> From the top. No. no, 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 line, oh, line. We have... <laughs> I can't. I have my glass. Oh, shit. All right. We have, no it, we have no way to track the worm. It's, it's pouring rain. It's dark out and our vehicles and electronics are fried. And it gives birth to 50 little demons just like it within the next six hours. Francis, you got any flashlights we could use? I have some lying around. I also got some tiki torches I borrowed from Harry. We can set them around the perimeter. <laughs> you said this thing gives off an electromagnetic reading, right? My son has a box of magnets laying from an old science project. 
Reckon they'll be able to pick up the beast? I don't know how, if this is going to work, but we don't have much of a choice. I gotta take a piss. Francis, go grab those torches. I'll come help with those magnets when I'm done. Harry Swanson meanders over to a tree by the corner of the landfill. He braces himself with one hand. Harry begins to pee. A thick stream of urine splashes onto the wet ground. The soil rumbles below him. The giant worm tumbles out of the ground and grabs a hold of Harry's arm. Oh my god, it has Harry! Harry is being slowly dragged back into the worm's den as the group rushes to his aid. They grab his other arm and try to stop him from retreating to the depths with the beast. We got you, Harry. Harry's sleeve rips and the upper part of his jacket rips open. It reveals a large swastika tattooed on his chest. <laughs> Shocked at what he saw, Jim lets go of Harry's arm. <laughs> the rest let go as the worm thrashes left to right, whipping Harry around like a rag doll. Jesus, Harry. You're a Nazi? Ah, somebody get this thing off of me! The worm starts pulling Harry underground. Everyone just stands around and watches it take Harry to his death. Right at the last second, it rips one last time left and right and rips Harry's arm and shoulder clean off. You motherfuckers! You left me for worm food! Harry, you were my father's partner on the force for ten years. You son of a bitch. I knew you always treated me differently because I'm black. You deserve to die. <laughs> Harley's black? I mean, Jim's black. Spots. Oh, no. He may be a racist piece of shit, but we have to try. We can't just leave me to get eaten. He's losing a lot of blood, and he is going to make it. What would you guys do if I started doing like a really hood accent now? Do it. <laughs> you some bitch. You talk. I thought, I thought we was brothers. I got a first aid kit. <laughs> I have a first aid kit on the upper level of the barn along with the rest of the ammo and a couple sticks of dynamite. Samantha, Jim, and Dr. O'Neill drag Harry towards the barn as he gets in and out of consciousness. They oh, get him inside. Oh. <laughs> Get him inside and up the stairs. I can take it from here. You guys work on getting some light out there and putting together that hanging magnet grid. Scene 11. <laughs> so, uh, I have a swastika on my chest and uh, Harley's black. Scene 11. Samantha is wrapping Harry's shoulder with gauze. And he regains consciousness. Harry, you can't be mad. We saw your swastika tattoo. <laughs> Nobody wants to say the Nazi. I was in a bad way after the war. I got into a little bar fight and had to spend some time upstate in the pan. And it was either become a Nazi or a prison whore. It was my biggest <laughs> mistake in life. They hear a car honk as it pulls in the drive uh, and drive right up to Jim and Dr. O'Neill outside the barn sitting on a picnic table. Out steps a man. Hi. Hi, I'm Jack. Jack Smellian. I'm a huge fan, Dr. O'Neill. I've been checking these original landfill sites via satellite every day for the past 25 years after the worm program was disbanded. 
See, I'm a chemist by trade, but my real hobby, it's it's worms. I read Dr. O'Neill's dissertation on the dangers of genetically modified worms and have been worried this day would come. I saw the van and helicopter and my satellite feed and knew something was going on. I would not miss this for the world. So you just decided to waltz in here and expect to be included in this national security measure? Well, I was hoping I could be of assistance. The man that is running with that jack with a pistol drawn. Get on the fucking ground! <laughs> jack drops to the ground. I'm, I'm just here for help, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> Sorry. This is all right here right now. I had to make sure you weren't a worm. I'm not a worm. I'm clearly a man. Like I said, tension's high. Get up. Scene 12. <laughs> <Being a> worm. <laughs> Exterior. <laughs> Darkness. Francis is putting up a tiki torch. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta, we gotta wait for Matt. He's not ready. Alright, scene 12. Exterior. Darkness. Francis putting a, a tiki torch in the ground. Jack is holding a handful of tiki torches as Francis fills him in on what has happened here. Well, the government paid me to put worms in my landfill, and they got bigger than a bread box, ate my damn dog. We blew one up. <laughs> Turns out there was two, and the alive one is pregnant. Destroyed our electronics. And, and you said Harry was a Nazi? Well, he had a swastiker tattooed on his chest, so yes, Harry was a Nazi. And you borrowed these tiki torches from him? <laughs> Damn. Scene 13. Samantha and Dr. O'Neill are chatting by the corner of the barn at the picnic table, tying magnets to strings and tying those strings to stakes that are about three feet tall. Francis and Jack return from setting up a perimeter of torches where they estimate the worm can reach, given the amount of moisture in the ground. The storm is getting worse, and the ground is getting wetter. The storm... The worm, the worm ventured out 30 feet from, from our original barrier. If this rain doesn't let up, that worm will hunt us down, the same it did Harry. We need to finish getting these magnets tied to these sticks so we can track this thing. This thing must be huge to give off enough magnetic field to actually move these magnets. This monster lifted 15 feet off the ground and let out a burst of energy strong enough to fry my military-grade equipment like it was a Snickers at a state fair. It'll work. <laughs> they sit down to help tie the last few magnets onto the stakes using a two-foot-long string. And after a mo moment of silence... Are we just going to leave Harry there to die alone? Jack, he's a dying Nazi. We have things that are more important right now. Terrible as it sounds, he's right. We got bigger worms to fry. <laughs> the worm is probably resting after its last outburst, but it'll be ready to feast again soon. It can give birth at any moment. Right. Scene 14. <laughs> Samantha, Jack... Dr. O'Neill, Jim, and Francis finish stabbing the magnet stakes into the wet, wet ground. 
We should check up on uh, Harry and start stocking up on guns and dynamite before that hellish beast wakes up. They all make their way into the barn and up the stairs on the second level that overlooks the ground floor. They open up the gun cabinet that holds the household armory. Well, according to my calculations, it looks like everyone gets one shotgun and one handgun. Hey, cool it, hotshot. I'm in charge here. Both of you hotshots cool it. This is an FBI <laughs> operation, and I'm in charge here. That being said, everybody grab a shotgun and a handgun. Harry Swanson coughs. <clears throat> Jim, come here. You don't get to tell me anything. Look, I just want to say I'm sorry. <laughs> My cowardice is my greatest regret in life. Your father was a good man, and he deserved to know the truth about my past. Rotten hell, racist scum. Everyone exits the barn, stocked with weapons and ammo. Francis is carrying a bundle of dynamite the size bigger than his head. They settle in and fire by the picnic table. So... What's the plan here? Francis's wife, from earlier, appears on the patio of the house, far <laughs> off from the landfill. How's the worm hunting going, sweetie? Just fine, honey. Just go back inside, please. <laughs> well, are you guys thirsty at least? You've been out here for hours. Just then... A small blue explosion tears through the sound of the rain. The ground around the explosion starts kicking up dust like a wave. What in the hell is that? That's what I think it is. We're in big trouble. <clears throat> the mother just gave birth. <laughs> <laughs> These worms are much smaller and will be able to move much quicker in this wet, wet soil. <laughs> have kicked up dirt, starts heading towards the house. Linda steps off the porch to get a better look at the interesting phenomena barreling towards her. What the... <laughs> <laughs> hundreds, hundreds of little worms crawl up out of the ground and start ripping her to shreds from the ankles up. She tries to run, but trips and gets instantly devoured and sucked into the ground from the swarming, hungry worm babies. They got Linda. The government's taking everything from me. I'm a goddamn taxpayer, and this is the thanks I get. First my dog, now my wife. Francis opens fire in the direction of the worms as tears run down his face. Eat lead, you they fucking worms! <laughs> the worms immediately change course and start darting towards the group. We need to get to higher ground! <laughs> running to the barn. We can shoot from the second level. They start running into the barn, but the worms are closing fast. Francis is still shooting while being dragged along by Jim. Fuck you! We gotta move. Close the door. They close the door behind them, and the worms instantly start sprouting up from underneath it. They start unloading a firestorm of lead. They're coming faster than we can take it. We won't be able to hold them off any longer. The ragtag team is getting pushed to the back of the barn where the stairs are. Damn it! The one way broke the staircase! We're trapped down here like, like, like rat! 
Francis's shotgun clicks, signaling he is out of ammo. He switches to his handgun, but it's barely enough to kill these little worms. I'm almost out of ammo. Well, this is it, guys. This is how the world ends. We are no longer the apex predator. Just then, they see Harry Swanson stumble to the edge of the second floor, clutching two sticks of dynamite in his hand and a cigarette in his mouth. He looks over to Jim, says, <laughs> I swear I'm not racist. I just didn't want to be a prisoner. <laughs> He's... He starts leaning forward, inhaling one last time, and lighting both pieces of dynamite on the cherry of his cowboy killer. The downtrodden group watches in awe as he falls down to the swarm of worms and gets blown to bits, along with the majority of the worms. There are only a few baby worms left. Let's give them everything you've got. These fuckers killed my dog! Ah! <laughs> They battle back the few remaining worms as their ammo supplies dwindle. That's all of them. Oi, I think the rain is letting up. That would be optimal indeed. What the hell was Harry talking about? Did he say prison whore? <laughs> Speaking of prison whores, I'll tell you later. Come on. Big girl's not going to be happy. <laughs> Scene 15. The egg, the team exits the blood-covered barn, and the light is beginning to crest over the famous Texas mountains. The rain is slowly <laughs> slowing almost to a halt. What's that? Out there in the distance. Military issue F-16s heading our way. They must be picking up on what I was seeing on the satellites. Well, it's about damn time. We've got off comms for almost eight hours. These worms have almost sucked us dry. Come on, guys. We still have work to do. We have to get out here and let these fighter jets blow this pile of shit to kingdom come. The jets approach quickly in the distance. The crew starts waving to signal for help. And as they are not paying attention, the magnets on the strings begin to twitch swaying unnaturally from the magnetic field brewing beneath their feet. End of act. Wow. Wow. Cliffhangers, suspense, action. Nate, this had it all, dude. The military jets approach the area, and the crew continues to signal for help. However, they fail to notice that the magnets on the strings are swaying erratically, indicating the presence of a giant worm beneath them. The jets are getting closer. They'll take care of this mess once and for all. It's about, it's about time. time. <laughs> nope. Nope. It's me, Matt. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's me. Oh, yeah. I'm Dr. O'Neill. You're Dr. O'Neill. From, 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 from the top. From the top. And cut. <laughs> you want me to go again? Yeah, go yeah, for it, Jack. Right, please. All right, all right. The jets are getting closer. They'll take care of this mess once and for all. It's about time. It's about time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy. All right, Harley, go ahead. From it's about time and action. It's about time. I can't wait to see that damn worm turn into worm jerky. As the jets fly overhead, the crew watches in anticipation as they prepare to strike the area. Suddenly, 
the began the ground begins to rumble violently and the magnets on the strings start spinning wildly Arnar, what's happening why are the magnets re- reacting like this i don't know but it can't be good everyone get back the crew retreats from the area just as the ground erupts in a massive explosion the giant worm bursts out of the ground roaring in fury it's even larger and more menacing than before, with its offspring still crawling all around it. Holy hell, that thing's a monster! It gave birth to more of those creatures. We're in deep trouble. We need to get out of here, now! The crew starts running back towards the barn, but the giant worm is in hot pursuit. The military jets have noticed the new threat and changed course to target the massive worm. Scene 17. Inside the barn, the crew desperately searches for an escape route as the giant worm approaches. They spot an old wooden hatch on the floor leading to a concrete cellar below. Quick, everyone down here! (laughs) They descend into the small cellar just as the worm crashes through the barn's upper level. The crew watches through a small crack in the wooden hatch as the military jets begin their assault on the massive worm. They're opening fire. Let's hope they can take that thing down. Explosions rock the area as the jets unleash a barrage of missiles and gunfire on the worm. The ground shakes and the crew can feel the shockwaves even from the basement. It's working! They're hurting it! As the battle rages above, the crew explores the cellar, searching for any supplies or tools that might help them. I only found some old oil barrels down here, but that's all that we have. The worm's skin is so thick! Missile and machine gun fire <laughs> barely doing any, any damage. <laughs> we need to find a way to damage it from the inside out. As one of the jets makes another pass unleashing missile, missiles, the worm lurches up and crunches one of the wings, sending the jet spiraling towards the earth. As the pilot ejects and falls to the ground, the smaller worms start piling up below the descending pilot. He screams and swirms, squirms as he slowly falls into a pile of flesh-hungry worms as he is still strapped to his jet seat and parachute. Back in the basement, the crew plans their next move as the sounds of the battle continue. We can't stay down here forever. That thing is either going to find us or this barn is going to come down and crush us all right where we stand. We have the barrels, and there's a farm tractor on the main level that has the keys in it. I think we should put the barrels on the tractor and put a brick on the gas and hope that the worm chases it down. But... How do we do that without getting ourselves killed? I've got an idea. Remember them tiki torches we set up around the perimeter earlier? I can light some and try to get the worm's attention. That should give you guys enough time to prep the tractor. You you can't. That's a suicide <laughs> mission. We either all make it out of here. Nobody makes it out of here. I don't know what accent I'm doing. That worm killed my dog, Henry. I got nothing left to fight for. If I survive, all I got left is my wife. That's no way to live. (laughs) If I do this, just make sure you do your part and don't pussy out. The crew starts to head back upstairs, carefully avoiding the giant worm as it thrashes around near the barn entrance, crumbling the structure as it is preoccupied with the battle against the military jets. Francis runs for the tiki torches, and the rest of the group starts rolling the barrels towards the tractor. Francis then lights four torches with his Zippo lighter and starts running close to the main worm, waving his torches. You phallic motherfucker! (laughs) 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 Ah! (laughs) Hurry up. Go, go, go. We need to get these barrels loaded ASAP. All right, all right. Everything is secured. Start this tractor up, Dr. O'Neill. Put something under the gas pedal and send it as close to the worm as we can. 
They finally get the tractor moving, and Dr. O'Neill jumps out of the moving vehicle. The worm roars at Francis as it approaches him. It gets hit with a missile and gets distracted. And then, all of a sudden, the tractor breaks through the barn wall at full speed with five barrels of oil sitting at various places on the tractor. The worm rears its head and starts attacking the tractor and eating most of it and most of it whole and puncturing various barrels of oil. Everyone stands in awe at the spectacle. Samantha, Jim, Jack, and Dr. O'Neill escape out of the back of the barn and try to yell to Francis to get out of there. Francis ignores them, seeing his opportunity to avenge his dog, Henry. The worm is covered in oil inside and out, and Francis is holding four tiki torches. Francis looks down at his left hand at the ring he has been proudly wearing for 60 years. It reads, 1962, whites only, javelin throwing state champion. <laughs> he looks up at the sky, knowing that this is the moment he was born for. He puts three torches in his left hand, and he loads one up in his right, and he starts running forward like he did in the 1962 javelin throwing state championship. Everything is going in slow motion. The tiki torch leaves his fingers with a perfect spiral, with a high arc. It soars through the air for what feels like an eternity. He stands there triumphantly and looks back at the rest of the group as they urge him to get out of there. He gives them a thumbs up. He wants to marvel in his glory and soak up the victory with front row seats. As he stands there with a proud grin on his face and screaming, fuck you, in slow motion, the flying tiki torch finally lands. Ten feet below the worm, not even coming close. He realizes his mistake and that white people suck at sports. He tries to load up another tiki torch to throw, but the worm lunges for him and devours him, and the torch is whole. As soon as the worm touches Francis's, Francis's spare tiki torches, he goes up in flames, letting out a screech loud enough to shake the earth. The worm tosses and turns, leaking flaming oil onto the thousands of smaller worms before it. The F-16s make another pass, hitting it from every direction. It stretches to the sky in a last-ditch effort to extinguish the flames and falls to earth, exploding into a million bits of worm guts and killing all the smaller worms around it. The magnets in the field stand still. 21 guns plays in the distance. <laughs> the jets are flying away and the silence is deafening. Jim, Jack, Samantha, and Dr. O'Neill are awestruck, knowing that they just saved the world and nobody will ever know. The credits roll. Worms 2079, The Reckoning. Wow. Wow. Good shit. Wow. Good shit. Wow. Just a, an end to an ensemble cast that just it was it was a there was payoffs there was everything so much depth there was depth there was action there was emotion revenge avenging I mm -hmm. love it dude Nate well done on Worms twenty seventy nine the reckoning thank you sorry there wasn't a lot of dialogue it's it's hard to like write a a final action scene without having a lot of battle scenes are battle scenes are an intense one you just get it's all about visual we all closed our eyes and we were visualizing right yeah. along with you we all I were there. I could see it happening. Francis had a good redemption moment. You know, his whites only javelin throw in competition really led him to, you know, it was right place, right idea, wrong execution, kind of just put him in the right place at the wrong mm -hmm. time. I'm going to be honest with you. Australian accent, not in my wheelhouse. It wasn't bad. Quick. I had quick. It was fun, fun to listen to. <laughs> I was, quick was good. Dude, when I, I literally I scrolled ahead while you guys were reading and I saw I had back-to-back -back dialogue as two characters and I went, this is going to get fucking ugly. This is going to get <laughs> really poor. Well, at one point, Francis, or not Francis, was Francis your Texas guy? Yeah. Yeah. You gave him like a black scent. Yo, hey, yeah. motherfucker. I know. I, <laughs> I, heard, I heard Robert Downey come out. Of, come on, motherfucker. I was like, damn. 
I heard white dude playing black dude. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Jack, I'm what did you think of playing the dude? <laughs> probably disguise another dude. It's good. How long was this? Uh, how long was this movie in the making? Three, four years? Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> It's been a while. It's, it's really only been about three days total of writing. Uh, three days, three days of work spread out between three years. One one year or one uh, day a year and to then, build up and... the anticipation of the final. Yeah. <laughs> it was basically it goes in it goes Infinity War to Endgame, and then this is the number two for most suspenseful wait between movies. Yeah, it was Act Two and Act Three of Worms Twenty Seventy Nine: The Reckoning. <laughs> what, what should we write next, Jack? Before we do our final thoughts on this episode, what do we what What should the Tuesday catch? What kind of pick the genre? Oh my gosh, put me on the spot here. Um, do you want to stick with sci-fi? I think you guys are good at sci-fi. You think we're good at sci-fi? Maybe a horror movie. I think a horror movie might be good. Well, no, it's hard to write horror. What about a okay. horror movie involving worms? Wait, a sci-fi? Oh, not Wait bad, man. <laughs> yeah. What about a sci-fi rom-com? That could be fun, oh. huh? Oh, yeah. Go to space with all the same. They may be in outer space, but they face real-world problems. That's what <laughs> that's what the DVD commentary would say. Whatever. All right, fine. All right, boys, we did it. We did the 200th episode spectacular extravaganza showdown. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we do some final thoughts and and get out of here, oh. dude? Free ourselves. Let's do it. That's Let's crazy. Do it. Apparently, there's a high-speed chase around my block right now, and people are running around. Are that's you at a awesome. laptop or a computer? <laughs> I'm on a laptop. Pick let's it up. Go, and bring go, it outside, out go right now. Let's go on the scene reporting, dude. It's 200 episodes. Who gives a shit? Come on, let's there, go. There's people. Apparently, there's people like running around in our yards and stuff. I'm not going outside. That's I'm not so Zach. Sad. Get your mason <laughs> jar, dude. So get your sorry. mason jar. Get your You'll mason jar. I got the mason have jar. Anna, have Anna hold the laptop. You hold the mic and do an uh, do a man on the street reporting right now. Do it. Get one <laughs> what if we there. What if we saw Matt actually catch a stray bullet on yeah, episode 200? Matt gets run over by a high speed chase. <laughs> oh shit! He actually is dead. oh he's going dark. Now what's going on? <laughs> going dark. They cut the power to his neighborhood. Do they run a transformer over? Oh, he's going. Oh, he's on the move. <laughs> he's got the fear cam. <laughs> this is actually top tier YouTube. Is us watching Matt get scared in real time. <laughs> this is like the camera angle they they use on Ghost. You guys hear me? Oh yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Shit. Wait, Matt, is that a custom TK hat? It's a Matt. Oh, it's a sticker on a hat. All right, that's cool though. Still, Jesus, was your house a fucking maze? I'd be scared too. Make sure the door was locked. <laughs> you were upstairs. I thought he's in an infinite staircase. <laughs> he says he's going up more stairs. Matt, Matt hasn't the stopped door. going upstairs this entire time. Am I crazy, or am I the only one who's noticed this? <laughs> Yeah, if he turns in sort of labyrinth, he's, he's in that one, uh, that one, uh, paradox. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I just told you, Harley, infinite staircase. And no, all right, cool. I'll laugh at that. <laughs> it's, funny, <laughs> it's, funny, it's a funny observation, Harley. Wait, Matt, you didn't go and look outside. Did you really just walk us around the house to lock your door? <laughs> God damn it. Final thoughts around the table, Jack. Give the people something. Well. Congratulations, you all, on 200 episodes. That's pretty amazing feat right there. Give me all the on the back. Matt, good job for not catching the car chase. Um, so <laughs> yeah, that was we needed yeah, the content. Um, good job to all you. Good job on Worms. And uh, hopefully there's more coming in soon. Oh, there will be.
You're the man, Jack. Thanks for listening for 200 goddamn episodes. You're the, you're the reason we do it, Jack. God damn it. <laughs> Everyone you bought Harley's microphone. WWJD, what would Jack do? Yeah, dude, the, the beautiful mic. You're the man. Thank you, Jack. Matt, final thoughts. Episode 200, please. Boys, boys, boys. Um, I had to run and make sure my door was locked. No, we saw um, I, I wrote a little something here. Nate, if you could play the Halo theme song on it. But episode 200, if you would have asked me, God, in 2018, would we be here? Matt, you're muted. Shitheads, too. And hey, why not chum? Gather around for a ceremony like another. Nay, no other. Now, this strange podcast started back in 2018 when we were all just baby lads. Chum was afraid of women. Harley's still a hippie. Matt couldn't read. And Nate newly airdropped in L.A. One thing remained true was that we like making each other laugh. And even more for you. Our glorious following hasn't canceled us yet and only grown stronger. T-Boys, T-Girls, the support has been unreal. Whether you support our Patreon, leave a review, tomatoing those who have wronged us, or just plain listened. <laughs> for episode 200, I'm swearing in everyone for one day honorary T-Boy as a thank you for your support. We will continue to cover, or we will continue to overpromise, underdeliver, not pierce our three of our host nipples. Chum, you, you, that one was backdated prior to this. Uh, <laughs> make you billions in business ideas and hopefully make you laugh. It has been an honor to be the assistant to the host, and God damn it, I love the TK. Mic drop. Let's go, dude. Hell Let's yeah. go, Matt. That's what we needed to hear right now. I love it. Thank you for a little tribute there. And also, congratulations to all of our tomato people. You're all in for one day. Everyone's in. Yeah, you're all in. You're all honorary for today. Though, Jack, you're extra special. Yeah. Don't don't (laughs) let anyone forget. Come on now, dude. Don't get twisted. Harley, final thoughts. Uh, My final thoughts. Because I also wrote something. (laughs) No, no. Vet your local... Vet your local massage parlor. (laughs) You really got to know what you're getting into. That's first and foremost. My, My final thoughts are there's three ways to kill the grump. There's coming, there's chowing, and there's chilling. And uh, you know, use whatever one use whatever one fits the circumstances. The three C's of relaxation. Come and chow and chillin'. <laughs> you gotta blast off, baby. Harley, great final thoughts. Nate, final thoughts. What's up, shitheads? This is Nate from Nathan Nation. I just wanna say, don't give blood, because you don't want to be the blood source that pumps through another man's penis. I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Harley, I see you had a little one finger up. Do you have one more to go? No. Do you have something else? Oh, okay. Um, I you one of these. My final thoughts. Uh, I found out today that when I say I have a nine millimeter in the bedroom, everybody laughs. But when Zach says it, it's cool and threatening. So <laughs> <laughs> I found out nine millimeter can mean two different things, depending on the unit of measurement you're using or if it's a weapon. Uh, my other final thoughts. Uh, live stream on YouTube an embarrassing story about your dad. It actually gives you quite the adrenaline pump when you're when you're afraid of, <laughs> when you're afraid of the ending of your own story. Oh. Uh, and also, guys, we love you. Thank you. Two hundred episodes been fantastic. Forty thousand plays of the Tuesday catch up. Saw that today. Forty thousand wow. plays covered in. Uh, I think it's like seventeen different countries, cities all across the Midwest. Y'all are fantastic. We love you. And we're sorry we took an 18-month break. We promise if we ever stop doing if we ever take a break again, we're breaking up forever. That's our promise. Mom and dad are staying together this time. This has been the Tuesday catch-up for the 200th time, baby. You are all caught up. One, 
two, three. Ah, hell of a hell of a 200 boys oh Nate, take God. us off live i need a breath i don't want to be on youtube anymore <laughs> thanks for joining jack good jack, to see you man. buddy oh.